train traveling circus, a misunderstood baby, and pink elephants on parade? All of this can only mean one thing. We're comparing Dumbo on this episode of Retro vs. Remake. Parker. And I'm Dan Dulick. Welcome to another episode of Retro vs. Remake. This is the series where we compare movies and their remakes. Join us as we answer the question, should this remake exist? Today's films, Dumbo. So let's get right into it. Dumbo, originally made in 1941, the fourth Disney animated feature. Starring Edward Brophy, Verna Felton, Cliff Edwards, Herman Bang, and Sterling Holloway. I don't know. I don't know these people. <laughs> it's an old movie, 1941. So, um, directed by well, in the credits, it was supervising director is Ben Sharpstein, while sequence directors Norman Ferguson, Wilfred Jackson, Bill Roberts, Jack Kinney, and Samuel Armstrong. Story by Otto Englander, Joe Grant, and Dick Humer. And this is based on Dumbo and the Flying Elephant by Helen. Arborson and Harold Pearl. Music by Frank Churchill and Oliver Wallace. Then we got Dumbo 2019 starring Colin Farrell, Michael Keaton, Danny DeVito, Eva Green, Nico Parker, Finley Hobbins, Rosha Seth, Diobia Apere, and Joseph Gatt. Directed by Tim Burton. Screenplay by Aaron Kruger and music by Danny Elfman. All right, moving along, Reggie, what is your first experience with that film? Yeah, my first experience with uh, the original film, um, as you know, kind of growing up, we had like the VHS tapes and I had like plenty of different Disney content on VHS, whether it was like Fantasia, um, I had like the old Winnie the Pooh movie, and Dumbo was in the rotation. Ah. Uh -huh. um, going back, you know, rewatching it, uh, Disney has this disclaimer um, <laughs> at the beginning of it. So, like, um, again, as a kid, I, like, took Dumbo in. Didn't really think about it because I was, like, whatever, six, you know? <laughs> but um, Disney added basically a, a disclaimer at the beginning of the films that you can't skip. And uh, <laughs> in part, it says, these stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now. Rather than remove this content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it, and spark conversations to create a more inclusive future together. I guess this is us having a conversation. Uh, there's some uh, <laughs> some uh, uh, menstrually characters that we'll talk about that um, I just didn't take in as a kid. Yeah, it, it's going to go right over your head. Yeah. I mean, as an adult, you're like, okay. Yeah, yeah as an adult, I was like, oh, this is <laughs> okay. rough. I mean, granted, obviously, it's it's not the best thing that they put this stuff right. but I'm glad they don't take it out. I, like, I, they, they don't like try to erase the past. Be like, oh, we never did that. I agree. I, I um was having a debate with uh, my spouse about this movie, you know, kind of like in an innocuous way. I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to do Dumbo in this episode. She's like, are you worried that you're uh, perpetuating harmful stereotypes? I was like, no. <laughs> I didn't think about it that way. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, I, I get it. Like, um, it's definitely an active debate. I tend to agree with their um, just keeping the content in with the disclaimer. Um uh, you can't really change the fact that this movie came out when it came out. Right. Um, it's part of the content and definitely can be a learning point for a lot of people. So, um, you know, it's a movie that I grew up with. Um, 
that, you know, has not aged well in some ways. But, uh, you know, I'm glad that it's still there for me to view and, I guess, engage with. So, there's that. And then the remake, uh, because of those crows, I was like, I'm not watching this fucking... <laughs> I'm not watching this bullshit. <laughs> so I've never seen the remake um, until this episode. I have never seen Dumbo before. Mm. Yeah, I did not grow up with Dumbo. My visit, my biggest exposures to Dumbo yeah. were Who Framed Roger Rabbit nice. and Kingdom Hearts. Okay. <laughs> so I knew Flying Elephant. I had no idea what the story was. And I definitely did not see the remake. Yeah. So uh, it was totally fresh for me, this yeah. experience. Yeah, and that was the other thing, too, because like, um, when I was having the conversation... We're kind of going back and forth. I was like, yeah, I don't know if people think about it. And, like, you know, maybe there's a content that's not great. But there are plenty of people who, like yourself, have never engaged with Dumbo. And, you know, actually, it's a conversation that can be had. So, I think it's, personally, I think it's a net positive. Some people may not. Tell us what you think in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, these films are very similar to a point. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to just throw this out on Front Street. The remake is twice as long as the original. Yeah. <laughs> the original is about an hour, remake's two hours. So they put in a lot of new shit. Uh, so this synopsis is just going to stop it yeah. <laughs> at a certain point. But for those who haven't watched the films, let's talk a little bit about what's happening in Dumbo. We begin with the circus traveling by the train. The troupe has many spectacles, including wild animals. One night, a stork pays a visit to an elephant, Mrs. Jumbo. The next day, she has a child, Jumbo Jr., and everyone is excited until they get a closer look. Jumbo Jr. has incredibly large ears. The circus troupe and even other elephants are embarrassed of him. Doesn't matter to Mrs. Jumbo, she loves her baby. The troupe try to incorporate baby Jumbo in an act while concealing his ears. At first, things seem to go well, but the inevitable happens and everybody sees them. Baby Jumbo is ridiculed and even called a new name, Dumbo. The reaction to Dumbo is so negative, Mrs. Jumbo feels she needs to protect her baby and she'll attack anyone who gets in her way. Eventually, Mrs. Jumbo's rampage ends and she's immediately isolated from everyone, even Dumbo. But Dumbo still sneaks out to see his mom from time to time. While away from his mom, with some help, Dumbo learns he can actually use his large ears to fly, but they keep it a secret. Send in the clowns! Not sure what to do about his large ear, Dumbo is made into a clown, participating with other clowns dressed as firefighters. During the act, Dumbo eventually has to jump from a great height. He jumps, but much to everyone's surprise, he flies. Dumbo the Flying Elephant is a hit. And from here, the movies go completely different paths. And ultimately, Dumbo and Mama Elephant are reunited, and they all live happily ever after. Like I said, they're very similar. Yeah to a point and I'm sure we will focus on that point and onwards yeah. because like I said twice as long there's a lot of new shit here <laughs> <laughs> so let's just jump right into these differences the first and most obvious difference is our original film is animated while our remake is live action what, the, what that means too is that the live action is a little more realistic in the animated version the animals as well as humans. I mean, humans and animals both talk, but in the remake, they keep it a little more real. None of the animals are talking, so it's the humans who are kind of carrying the narrative. It's very similar to another film. We did 101 Dalmatians. Right. So I was wondering what you thought about that. Like I said, I had seen Dumbo before, and I guess I now realize kind of like why I may have seen it as often as I did on VHS is because it's a short movie. 
Yeah. It's like <laughs> a really, really short movie. The animated element of it makes it so that, you know, uh, you hear the actual animals talk in the film. Uh, except for Dumbo. Except for Dumbo. <laughs> except for Dumbo. And Mama Dumbo, Mama Jumbo, I just only has yeah. like one line. Yeah. Which she names them. Yep, Mama Jumbo has one line. There's these uh these kind of jerky elephants. Yeah, that we're gonna elephant. The cool elephants. Yeah. <laughs> that we'll talk about in uh a lot of the speech between those uh those cool elephants that you're talking about. And then a character that gets introduced, Timothy uh Q Mouse? Yeah. Yeah, Timothy Q Mouse. Um that's where like almost all of your dialogue is coming from. Yeah. You barely have humans uh-huh. speaking in this film. So it's quite a departure from Mm-hmm. The remake where humans do all the talking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, I guess that's more realistic, right? Humans. Well, yeah. <laughs> humans tend to talk while animals don't, at least in a way that we can understand. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's realistic. Yeah. And we were even having a discussion before the podcast like about the music. Because there's not a lot of human speech, really, uh, in the original film, there's more of an emphasis on some of the music numbers that uh, happened throughout the film. And I think because the film was so short and there's not that much dialogue, I almost kind of put it in the category of musical. Like, is this a musical? Is this a musical? Um, I didn't really think of it as a musical when I saw it. Um, You know, I think of like the other Disney movies that I've seen, like Aladdin or Lion King, like they have musical numbers in them, but they're not particularly musicals. It's just like animated films with musical numbers in it. Yeah. Especially because the musical numbers in Dumbo, except for Pink Elephants on Parade, <laughs> yeah. like that's the most elaborate one. They're like the first couple musicals numbers are just pretty, uh, pretty humble. Yeah. They're not too like flashy and showy. So like it's got music in it. Granted, it is short. So right. like four musical numbers is like half the movie yeah. practically. <laughs> but um, just because I don't really view like any of those other Disney movies as musicals, right. I just feel like it's just animated movies with some musical numbers. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Because I'm about to introduce a new segment where we just go down and list these aristocrats of musicals. <laughs> <laughs> there were times where uh, in that original film, I was thinking like, am I supposed to know? The stuff is like there was the uh, the Casey Junior train. I, I didn't. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. All right, cool. Well, we're both lost. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, it doesn't matter what the train's called. It doesn't matter um, who's talking. It's a story about Dumbo and whether it's um, the elephants or Timothy the mouse introducing this element, or it's uh, these human <laughs> players that we're going to talk about. Uh, I think they overall get to the same general yeah. you know, point and premise. Yeah, I think they did a really good job of not having the animals talk. You know, just like there's a lot of animosity with the elephants in the original film. Yeah, um, that they just you know it's kind of like uh, Rudolph. They're just, yeah. not accepting him in the right. reindeer games. Those other elephants, and uh, you know you can't really convey that because uh, the animals aren't talking. There's like a scene where the elephants kind of see Dumbo and they start freaking out. Mm-hmm. Like, what an ugly elephant! Yeah. Um, so. You know, to kind of go around it and just like focus on these humans a little bit more, you know, you're kind of like, oh man, I don't really feel like yeah. it's like Transformers all over again. I gotta focus on these humans. <laughs> but um, I think they're still really able to convey some of the really important elements of Dumbo. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the relationship between the mother and the son, right? That's, right. that's the focal point. Totally. Totally. And I think they did a really good job of not having them talk and still just able to convey that, that longing to just be together. And yeah. I, I think it really worked. Yeah, I think. Um... They do a good job of 
nodding at things, mm -hmm. you know, making allusions to the original film yeah. without really beating over the head with dialogue. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. there's like you said, in those moments with the CGI mm -hmm. <laughs> elephants, they do convey a lot of the same emotion that you're able to do so easily with animated film right. because you can do whatever you want. You want you want the mouse to come out and you know <laughs> wear wear uh, like a band or like ring conductor's outfit. Sure, you can do that. Uh, you want random crows to show up at some point? You can do that too. <laughs> Why would you want to? Um, <laughs> but um, you know, even with the added human dialogue, I think that they let the story that was told kind of be told through those moments rather than just in dialogue right and it, i thought it was pretty effective yeah i thought it was very effective um the you're able to get the emotion really well without yeah. any dialogue yeah. and uh, i mean we'll get into the scenes later perhaps but i think it was a good choice yeah. to not have any element yeah or any of the animals talk i would, I would say like mm -hmm. um in a way because you brought up the 101 dalmatians until it became uh you know a little home alone mm -hmm. <laughs> um i thought that, that movie did that well yeah as well so that was one of the things that i liked about that movie mm -hmm. is that they were able to do that well and i think they're able to do it well here too. yeah and you know again we'll talk about it a lot but like because this movie is longer they add a lot of kind of like random backstory in there that you know i was like am i gonna am i okay with this and overall i think the answer was yes because they, <laughs> they were able to have that as like framing but like that original structure was just still still there mm -hmm. so but yeah thought the live action worked you know as well as it could uh versus like an animated film yeah so we have all these humans in the remake i think we should maybe talk a little bit about each of them sure and then our opinions or just at least initial reads on like how we felt about these characters so i'm going to start with good old good old reliable danny devito as maximilian max medici our ringleader the elephant is not for sale Dumbo will only fly for the Medici Circus. You put Danny DeVito on anything, I'm gonna love it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't deny it. Man is an American treasure. I am so worried because he's just getting older and older. Man, I know. I'm be heartbroken one day. I'm a huge fan of It's Always Sunny. Uh, so it was happy to see like you know him kind of tap into that Frank, mm -hmm. not complete debauchery of right. Frank. It's still, <laughs> it's still a children's film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he couldn't do like half the stuff he did there, but still, you get. Angry yet somehow lovable DeVito. Right. It's it worked really well. If you gotta have a human be a focal point, you know, I'm glad it's somebody who, you know, just you know, always brings their A game to yeah. whatever they do. And Dan DeVito I thought was pretty solid. I think DeVito, like you mentioned, he is such a treasure. He uh he's so able to occupy a space that could be villainous, right. but he plays it just out back enough that like he's has redeeming qualities to him. Yeah. Um, you know, this Medici character, though he's kind of, he's a bit of a, you know, grifter, hustler type guy. You know, he's running this circus. You know, he comes into town, give me the tickets, and, uh, you know, we're getting out of here. Um, he still has these elements where he cares about the people that work in his troop. Uh, yeah, he may have sold all of your, your stuff, <laughs> but, yeah, you still watch your kids while hey, you're there you go. at the war. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Um <laughs> But yeah, even with that sort of uh, little bit of an edge to him, DeVito is funny, um, occupies like 
space where he can be both comedic and in charge. And, um, you know, it takes some time in the movie to figure out kind of whose side he's on. Right. And I think he played it so well right. uh, that, you know, there's there's a bit of an arc for him. And I think uh, it overall pays off. Overall, I think it pays off. There's some elements. I... There's some elements. There's a point in the movie where he kind of, he takes a backseat mm-hmm. to another character. So... How could not? Yeah. <laughs> so that that's my only complaint about his character yeah. is that he, he's so good in like the first half. Yeah. And then he just takes a back seat and he's kind of like, uh, and then it's just, he just kind of has his redemption arc. So he's not, he's not the angry vulgar guy that right. I really liked in the first half. So it's good, but like, well, I wanted more. Yeah. I, I think uh, when we get into that other character, um, kind of like our villain who we'll talk about, um, right. Yeah, he just starts taking up scenes, and I and I thought because they had set Devito's Medici up so well, I thought they'd have more of like a back and forth, mm-hmm. more right. like um, actual tension. And you're right; he does just kind of like concede, submit, and just takes yeah. a backseat to this more bombastic character. <laughs> it's a, bombastic, yeah. Which is strange because like Devito could easily, yeah. you know, compete with this villain, and uh, he just doesn't. Yeah. yeah. So missed opportunity, but overall, it's Danny DeVito. Still gives a hell of a performance, especially in the first half. Yeah, so. the first half is really strong it's, for him. It's really good. Yeah. Like you said, he's kind of like our gray character. Uh, I guess we do have to have like a main good character. <laughs> right. And that's Colin Farrell's Holt Ferrier. Well, who's going to be willing to help me? Yeah, he's boring. Yeah, like, he's yeah. boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even from like the beginning um, of the film, and I, it's like I almost get it, you know, because uh, and then they like when you look at Dumbo, he's got the big ears, right? So oh. it's like um, people are making fun of this sort of main elephant character because he's different, right? Um, because of I guess the war, right? Hulk Ferrier comes back to the circus missing an arm. So now he's in that space where he's different. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the most interesting thing about him. And I also found it to be really arbitrary that he doesn't have an arm. Um, <laughs> I, I just think that like having a, in, in the film, Hope Ferrier's wife has died while he's at war from like pneumonia sucks. Um, and like, I feel like that was probably enough. Uh, <laughs> having him have like the struggle with his arm, right? I don't think it paid off because we're so focused on so many different right. characters that have their own right. differences and problems. They're like, right. it, it just felt like uh, we gotta give him a thing. Like he right. can't just be like a bad dad. He's gotta be yeah. like a bad dad. What arm? <laughs> um, no, you definitely just touched upon something that I think we're gonna talk about a lot more in the remake. There's yeah. a lot. <laughs> Like everybody has an arc in this movie. <laughs> I don't care if you're the random mermaid woman. <laughs> you've got an arc. Uh, if you're any animal, <laughs> you've got an arc. Like everyone, yeah, gets, it's, it's literally like Oprah. You've got an arc. <laughs> you've got an arc. It was. It's, it's pretty nuts yeah. what they did with this movie. So yeah, you're right. Um, to give him that additional arc of like. Well, because before he went to the war, he was able to ride horses, and now he can't do it because he's a one-armed guy. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, now he can't even do that, so he got stuck with the elephants. So now we do this whole redemption of arc that he can 
go back and ride horses and be this amazing horse rider again. It was just like, wow, we were really going on this journey, right? Where we could have just focused on like, you were away from the war and your kids, maybe just just maybe this little, just uh, yeah, just let's just let's just reunite that. Maybe there's a little bit of an estrangement between the two of you and just, let's just reconnect. That's all you needed That's to do. That's really it. Because the whole thing about Dumbo and like his mother, you know, it's like it's about them needing to connect. Mm-hmm. So you figure you're gonna have the parallel line with the kids. You're saying the movie's about Dumbo. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's not about Hope Ferrier. Because <laughs> I thought the movie was about Hope Ferrier for a while there. Um, I, and know, then and <laughs> and there's like a love interest thrown in there for all yeah. you movies, and it's like, oh, dude, this guy's got way too much going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, and he's boring. Yeah, that's the biggest problem. Like Colin Farrell, as soon as in the movie, he's like, okay, I, he's Mister he, Mister Depressing. Yeah, <laughs> he's just all the time. He's like, his intro is depressing. <laughs> his intro is like overcast, and like he gets off the train, and he's like, oh, the, this arm, yeah, the war. <laughs> hey kids, it's not so bad that your mom's dead. And it's like, wow. <laughs> like, like there are scenes that um, I. I think I gathered that he was kind of, uh, he didn't want people to recognize him at parts of the movie, right. I guess because in his head he had a fall from grace, but because I didn't see that right. fall, I didn't care, and I didn't really get that, that like, story, right? Yeah, so right. I don't want people to see my face. Yeah, so he puts on a fake mustache, he's wearing this prosthetic, that wasn't his idea, yeah. but still, he doesn't want people to know it's him. And Which, I didn't, yeah, I didn't get that either. I, it, came out, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, it's like, I guess... Going from like a big part of the show, which yeah, we yeah. never see, so it doesn't matter, right? Um, to being relegated to like uh, the elephant group. wrangler, elephant wrangler. Um, it's like, yeah, it's like kind of like unskilled labor, it's like a rust oh. about, oh. roost about, something like that. Okay, but anyway, they use that term, uh, an allusion to the original film. Um, I really don't know if it's a PC term, don't get mad at me, I'm just saying it. Um, but uh, I guess because he's going from like Kind of like the star of the show, which again we don't see, to this pooper scooper, you know. Um, I guess he doesn't want people to recognize him, but like that really didn't translate. And I, I, I 100% agree with you. Love interest, why? Um, all this backstory, why? When like ultimately, like, is Dumbo going to get back to his mom? Like, that's right. the question that we're asking, not is Hope Fairy going to figure out being a father, figure out being a, um, a trick horse rider again is he gonna hook up with that chick is he gonna you know say too much is he gonna get an arm back a yeah. mechanical arm yeah it, it's if the movie was called hold to dumb <laughs> yeah. I'd be like okay cause it, it even overpowers some of the stuff uh, that they try to do with the kids I'm like why am I so it's a kids movie why am I so focused on Colin Farrell's random kind of a life going poorly you know, I just found I found it to be a little strange, um, and you're right. He's with all of this going on. He's so fucking boring. <laughs> he's, he's he's a one note character. That's why because yeah. he's always just like upset. It's like, well, uh, my wife's dead. I lost my arm. I can't do my horses. Yeah. People know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> this sucks. My kids don't listen to me. <laughs> Where's all my shit? <laughs> what the fuck? I was away for a war. You sold my shit. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Toys? The science? I. My daughter won't be a scientist. Not on my wife. You get on that saddle. You learn learn to do a backflip on a horse or something. Something useful. Not this science. You're a girl. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We'll get into that. Um, Yeah, it's just, it's, um, I don't want to say a missed opportunity. It's too much of an opportunity. (laughs) It's 
it's I get you got Colin Farrell to be in your movie, but it it doesn't matter. It's not about him. You know, he really should have been more background. I, I yeah. feel like I've seen other children's films like like uh Stuart Little, you got a... What's his name? Hugh Laurie, man. He's just like, I'm the dad. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know it was Hugh Laurie for all those years. Um, should have been the same thing. Confero should have been there to be a face. I, I guess you keep the love interest, but like, they just should, should have dialed that character back. Yeah. And maybe dialed up the kids a little bit more. Yeah. I Like I said, I think the focus should have been him and his kids. Mm-hmm. The, the reun- how weird it is to kind of reunite after war, especially because while you're away, the, their mom died and sure. you weren't there. And then, so there's kind of like, you know, the strain on the relationship, and you could have just focused on that, but we went for a ride. We went for a long, long <laughs> big, ride. Old, big ride. And like I said, it's a longer movie. It didn't need to be that long. No. No, I can I can wholeheartedly agree that um, part of it is the whole story and them trying to like really build this character out in a way that you just don't need to, no. to be honest. And, uh, you know, it also drags out because like, when we introduce the love interest character who we'll talk about, like, now we gotta explain why she's there, and it's just, you had this really streamlined, like, 67 minute movie that, like, it's a thin plot, the story of Dumbo. (laughs) Very thin. (laughs) You know, um, and I think they're trying to, like, overcorrect with this character, and uh, we just did a little too much with this guy. I wish Mm -hmm. there was less Colin Farrell, at least the, what we got out of the character. I mean, and the problem is not just him, because it's like everybody else has an arc, too. Yeah. So yeah. we got to complete all those arcs. Let's, uh, let's move on. Let's, let's complete um, them. <laughs> we, uh, we were talking about his kids, so let's get into them. So that's Nico Parker as Millie. Dad? Huh? It's Mrs. Jumbo. And then Finley Hobbins as Joe. No, not the feather. Your ears. I actually I'm correct myself. I don't think Joe really has anything. I was I was about to say that as well. That like Joe is the least fleshed out character in the yeah. film. I mean, behind Dumbo, behind like random strongmen. You know, like he's he's there. Honestly, maybe he should just have one kid. I was just thinking about that right now. I was like, I don't think you need two kids. I, I, what did he really do? Nothing. She was the one that was like, she's really like leading the way and like getting everything done, you know? And you know, and you have this, this story arc where like the mom died, right. you know, like maybe it's just about her. Yeah. That, it would have paralleled the story of Dumbo and his mother. It would have been really good. <laughs> I think, I think they were like checking that, that like box of like, okay, we got this key demo with Right, kids. where's the little boy? We need a boy. Exactly. But, like, if he's not going to be in the movie, what's the point, man? Like, the boys, boys just latch to Dumbo. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. They'll the latch to Dumbo or, like, maybe the maybe do more stuff with the monkey and yeah. stuff like that. We can watch a film with no, like, male kid lead like that. Mm-hmm. It's been done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's people good. like Frozen, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, uh, I feel bad because, like, the kid wasn't doing anything wrong he just wasn't really in the movie yeah and he just wasn't really like again it's like Colin Farrell wasn't really that interesting mm-hmm. uh, when he was in the movie I know he can kind of juggle yeah uh, but uh, he really felt like you know between him and his sister he was definitely like the sidekick yeah. he was just kind of like following her lead and she and, was really the one taking charge and I think it's because they made Nico Parker's uh, they made um, Nico Parker's Millie interesting mm-hmm. um, they made her interesting she had 
the key that her mother gave her, which right. I thought was going to come into play a little bit more. Um, mm -hmm. What they did with it was strange, but we'll get there. <laughs> you know, I thought it was like unlock a, maybe a chain from an elephant or something like that. Some, some, oh, that was good. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know we rewrite movies too much, but um, <laughs> drink, <laughs> drink. <laughs> we change the plot. Um, I found it to be the most compelling character in the movie. Um, I thought she did a great job, Nico Parker, and I was that was in addition that I was really okay with. Um, but to have like the brother there, kind of arbitrarily, I felt like it took away from some of the performance because like right. they're just trying to find something for that kid to do. And, it, you know, like you said, that parallel between Nico's uh, Millie and uh, Dumbo, the the missing mother, like that element, worked really well. And they should have just kind of sat in that as opposed mm -hmm. to try to do everything else. Yeah, because she even, like, has a moment where it's just her and her father, which is probably one of his better scenes. Oh, yeah, totally. And, you know, you just focus, like, focus on that relationship <laughs> between those two, and it would have been a lot better and a yeah. lot more compelling. Um but overall, like, yeah, her character was interesting, but I just felt a little maybe out of place because mm. we're in, like, 1919, right? Yeah. And she's really right. coming at it with some, like, maybe 21st century ideas she's... about, like, what a woman's role in society is. And, like, well, I'm, I'm just going to be this. I'm, I'm following Mary Curie. So, granted, Mary Curie's around that time. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, works well. But I just felt like it was a little maybe too much sometimes. Yeah. It's like, you know, just sometimes just be a kid, man. You don't got to you don't gotta be... Boring and serious like your dad all the time. Yeah, they did make her. They did make her like very serious. Yeah, I can see that. I, I had some of those thoughts too that um, it did feel a little maybe early for like how much leeway she got to right. explore. Um, that not look. That's a good thing, right? Like you know, kids should be able to express themselves and do the things that they want to do and follow their dreams. Just uh, would they have let you? <laughs> <laughs> You're in a traveling circus in the 1919s. Yeah, you probably uh, would tell that kid to like shut up and learn some yeah, circus or like trait. learn to cook or something. I don't something, know, something, 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 something very, unfortunate, very terribly stereotypical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I appreciate the effort into like you know just not making her like a one-dimensional character, yeah. and she was definitely the more interesting of the two siblings. Totally, but even even the lean into like her. Being interested in science, yeah, it was very loose what they were calling science mm -hmm. in the movie. You know, it wasn't really science. It was more like she would use the scientific method, sure, right, to, in order to like just experiment. It's just, it's just it wasn't really like science. Yeah. It was just like, well, there's a process to do this. We can't just go with our gut. We need to do this just method. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, man, once again, I kind of wish the brother wasn't in those scenes because I think they could have like. Mm -hmm. Expanded that more, yeah. like, uh, and like I said, she was a little bit boring because I feel like they gave the brother a little bit more of that playful mm -hmm. thing, and then like she could have done that. Yeah, she could have been playful and serious. And so she could have been like a much more interesting character, but we had the brother. So yeah, you know, it kind of takes me back to when we uh, did the True Grit um, episodes, like Haley Stanfield, who had to wear a lot of hats in that movie, and yeah. it was phenomenal. Yeah, and I felt like Nico Parker um, really could have occupied that mm. type of space. And you're right, they they take kid elements to put in the brother yeah. and they just left her with this, I'm a serious science factual right. based person. Right. And they really don't dive into that enough. You know, a uh, uh, comment here or there from her father, you know, 
is about it. And I really thought, especially when they moved into the phase of the film where it got very different from the original. Right. I was like, oh man, this is a huge playground for this kid to like do something, and they just don't. Yeah, they don't. Weird. Yeah, it, like I said, it's very loose. The science that she really is into, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's a slight departure, I suppose. So it's 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 interesting enough, but it it does feel like again, it's just like a slightly missed opportunity with yeah. the character and. It's not really her fault. It's just you got too many players in the yeah. game here. So yeah. if you got rid of that brother, it would have been a lot better for her, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But um, yeah, like you're saying, like um, I think this may become sort of a theme for this episode. There's so much going on that I I can't sit with that character mm-hmm. long enough to get that connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, speaking of that, we talked a little bit about Devito kind of occupying like a somewhat villainous role but when the real big bad shows up uh, again another <laughs> character gets dwarfed because of uh, what we see um, so let's get into him we have michael keaton as va vandeveer is that a monkey in your desk just for emergencies uh, first of all i just gotta throw it out there we got michael keaton Danny DeVito in a Tim Burton movie. Yeah. We got Batman and Penguin reunited for <laughs> Tim Burton. This is so I was really excited. When I saw Michael Keaton walk on, I was like, oh boy. Yeah. I'm I'm so happy. And you know what? First impression, really liked his character. Yeah. Over the top, very like weird in a way. Like I had a feeling he was just because the way he was introduced, he was gonna be our big baddie. Mm-hmm. But they kind of kept it little bit on the gray side at first because sure. he just seemed like someone who was very enthusiastic about the possibilities with Dumbo and then when he's like alone in the field with Jane DeVito's character and he's just like explains to him like the wonders of everything that's yeah. gonna happen and he's just kind of like looking at the sky and monologuing just <laughs> being like an ass and Jane DeVito's just like what? <laughs> so like I really liked that character. It's a very very fun character like uh I didn't realize until like the end of the film that it was a Tim Burton film. It didn't feel very burdeny to me until I was like, "Oh yes, it was." <laughs> this is very, but like that character is the most kind of like Burton esque in the film to me. Like he just comes out, he's got like such a flare of his clothing and his whole right. look and that just, wig he's got on. <laughs> it's nuts, it's nuts. But like, yeah, I mean, he's immediately a compelling character. Um, I found him to be like. Just like you said, those monologues going into nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was a lot of fun, and like uh, again, kind of playing off of this sort of sort of the way the daughter is. Like, yeah, we have the old way of doing things. Here's a more modern way of doing things. He occupies that space really, really well. And like you say, he plays it close enough to chess that you don't really know how rough he is until you know it's revealed. It further. does. Yeah, and it's. We'll get to it when I guess we're talking about the ending, but it's when he takes that turn that his character just goes like, <laughs> it, "What the fuck? <laughs> what, what happened?" It goes off the rails because, like, he—he's such a—I uh, don't know—he—he's very calculated. He—he's very logical throughout the film until he's just not. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, what happened? I, where I, where did this guy come from? To me, it just felt like you've got this guy who's figured. All this stuff out. Like, this situation with the elephant, this Dumbo character. Yeah, it's, it's an L. You're taking a loss here, uh, potentially, but you got all this other stuff going on. I just found it to be so strange 
again, we'll get there, but like that he just has this complete maddening turn because of potentially losing this elephant. And, you know, his character, I guess, is possessive. And maybe that's what drives him over the top. But like, he's willing to let other things go. He's willing to let um, the love interest just go pretty easily. Um, I feel like if we saw him being more controlling and manipulative, which he's already pretty controlling and manipulative, but like, it would explain why he goes so nuts at the end of the film. He, you know, he starts out kind of gray. You're like, okay, he's gonna, probably going to be our big baddie, but mm-hmm. you can't really tell from this initial meet of him. And then all of a sudden, it just just turns, and I. I I felt like, why are we doing this? Yeah, I we, just, we just need him to be a villain now. Yeah, and there was like no motivation. He kind of gives like some shitty explanations sometimes, like especially when like when um, we gotta get rid of Mrs. Jumbo. He's like, well, uh, the best part about being an adult is learning to be alone. It's like, well, you don't gotta be a fucking dick. Yeah, right? it's like we'll get into that when we when we talk about the ending. Yeah. But it just it comes out of nowhere and it kind of. It's, he does become that mustache twirl, yeah, cartoon character of a villain, and you set him up so, so interesting. Yeah, he could he could have been so layered and nuanced, yeah. and yeah, it just like like I said, it just becomes a mustache twirl where I think there was a space for him to still be better, even even have like an arc, like yeah, a redemption arc potentially. Yeah, why not? He's not necessarily. Until he is, he's not necessarily all bad. Yeah, because he, honestly, like, his thing is, like, another <laughs> plot. I need to get the banks to invest in Yeah, because I have no Alan Arkin showed up. <laughs> we need Alan Arkin randomly. He was fine. <laughs> Alan Arkin just being Alan Arkin. Yeah. Random cameo in this movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, like, yeah, it's, like, it's not a terrible thing. It's, like, he's not really trying to exploit Dumbo. He's treating him really well. Yeah. He does have this monster island where he might be exploiting the other animals, but we never really focus on that because we had a billion different things going yeah. on at the same time, so we don't know how those animals are really treated. We just know that Dumbo's mom is there, and he doesn't want them together for reasons. I, I didn't know they were being treated poorly until, like, the end of the film. Yeah. Like, I thought Nightmare Island was a lot of fun. I thought that Nightmare Island was where I would go. <laughs> hey, kids, come to Nightmare Island. Um, I was a little disappointed because I liked the character. Mm-hmm. And in the end, I, towards the end, I didn't because he just took this weird, hard left turn that just was inexplicable and just kind of ruined the whole thing. It's like, I feel like the movie ran into a problem. It's like, well, how do we stop this powerful character? Have him kind of sabotage himself. Yeah. Yeah, Sure. Okay. Why? (laughs) And like, uh, even before that big sabotage that we'll talk about at the end, I feel like he sabotaged himself. It's like, all right, you've identified that Dumbo wants his mother. Right. Put her in the act. Put her in the act. Keep put, your talent put, happy. Put her in the act. I mean, like, you don't have to pay the elephant. You already have the elephant. I don't understand why your instinct is <laughs> like, hmm. Which, by the way, the fact that Jumbo's mother is there is yeah. another problem with the film. Yeah. Because they introduced another guy who could have been the bad guy. I don't even remember his name, but he came Rural back. Rufus? Oh, is that? What are you talking about? No, the, uh, the guy that bought his elephant back. Oh, yeah. I don't know who that guy is. I know, I know. Uh, Mrs. Jumbo was a Far East uh, elephant that Dan DeVito bought from some guy. The guy comes back because of an event. 
<laughs> Kill the guy. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Rufus deserved to die. <laughs> Rufus definitely deserved to die. You're right. Rufus could have been the bad guy. <laughs> I forgot about that. There's like five potential bad guys in this movie. Rufus, another arbitrary, uh, arbitrary villain. I don't even waste time with him because he's just bad just to be bad. Yeah, he's bad just to be bad. But I am glad they got rid of him early. Yes. I didn't want to see his fucking face showing up constantly, just yeah. like constantly like being a problem for everybody. So I'm glad that they killed him pretty early in the movie. Right. I mean, it was it was a pretty satisfying death. It, it really was actually for a children's film to kill someone off that early. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Much needed, because he kind of ruined everything. Yeah. And um, he just didn't want to see him being a foil all constantly throughout it, the whole film. Yeah, and I mean, my problem with this Rufus character is he's a Hulk foil. And, like, I don't know enough about Hulk for him to now have this this bad guy who's, like, not really defined at all. He just kind of doesn't like Hulk because mm -hmm. I guess he was a hot shot. And now he's being, like, a jerk to the elephants because he doesn't like Hulk. Like... I think he's just a piece of shit. Kind of. He would have been a piece of shit to the elephants even if Paul wasn't there. I saw him, and I know they made him a, like a foil as a whole, mm -hmm. but I really saw him in more like a foil to Dumbo. In his yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so I, fair. I was focusing on that more because the, I know it's like, well, look at you now, cowboy. It's like, well, we don't, we don't care that you yeah. have a beef with Hulk because you're not the focus of the movie. But I do care that you're treating the mom wrong, that you're yeah. treating Dumbo wrong. So if you do that shit, you're definitely a villain in my eyes. So True. that's what I thought he was there for. And like I said, I'm really glad he was out. Super quickly. early. Super yeah. early. That, that was definitely... Um, Definitely worthwhile, but like, again, I uh, just, because they introduce all this stuff, to have the elephant bought back right. by the random guy, to then have somehow uh, Keaton's character now has the elephant, like, there's just a lot of moving parts that I just kind of papered over because yeah. it wasn't important to the plot. Right. Which is like, why is it there? There's just a lot going on. I will say this, though. I do like that mom was sold. Mm. I think that raised the stakes quite a bit. And I agree. I, and I was like, okay, we got a lot of time in this yeah. movie. So, yeah, it makes sense. Let's let's just completely get rid of the mom and fucking heartbreaking scene after heartbreaking scene. That oh, this man. Does. I'll say that for this remake. The scene with Dumbo and his mom, I'm like, cried so much yeah, that, was pretty, that was pretty rough they did it really well in this movie so like kudos to that to establishing that relationship and to raising the stakes by actually getting rid of her and you set it up so beautifully and then you just kind of like well i guess this guy has it yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, you know it's funny like uh as i was watching those scenes because uh, one time i was on a plane and i'd seen the movie uh water for elephants okay. uh, starring robert patterson reese witherspoon and christoph waltz and it's a pretty dramatic tale of, like, a similar time period in circus life. And uh, it's got, like, dark elements. It's definitely not for kids. And I was like, man, this feels a lot like this dramatic period piece that I watched. <laughs> I was like, I was very glad to move past the drama period piece. I was like, I've seen that movie. It's dark. <laughs> I want to watch the, the fun <laughs> elephant movie. So, yeah, getting rid of Rufus was good. And, um... Yeah, selling the mom, 100% agree that, like, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. It was like, oh, man, what's going to happen? Yeah. And it had me, had me on my toes, which is really interesting right. for a movie that probably shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, man. I wasn't I'm not ready for this. Sorry, <laughs> right, man. Waterworks. Oof. Yeah. I know we kind of veered off the pathway a little bit, but ultimately, like, uh, uh, Keaton's character is set up to be such a good villain 
and with all the elements, and I think that's how we got all the way <laughs> over there, with all the elements going on, it's just, it's a lot to take in, and it's very Dr. Moreau-like. They don't do enough to explain why now the movie has taken this, right. this sharp turn, and uh, it's a shame, because Keaton, I thought, was great yeah. until he kind of wasn't. Even kind of like a little bit at the end when he's kind of like insane. He's yeah. still kind of he's delivering pretty well. Mm-hmm. His lines, his, his madness, his wigs all disheveled. Yeah. He, he's like he's absolutely insane. Like his performance is great, but yeah. the motive, the motive is it's lost. Is lost <laughs> yeah. So, but like Keen's great overall. But I just wish there was a better motive for that turn. All of a sudden, yeah. If you just ease me in that turn a little bit mm-hmm. better, I wouldn't even complain. Or if it was just dialed down a lot, like it just went. Way, way. It hit 11 and it just stayed there yeah. after a certain point. Because like, I think I think Burton does a good job with characters like this, you know? Mm-hmm. like, um, And why I mentioned I, I think he could still be a good guy is um, he similarly motivates like when uh, Tim Burton did Willy Wonka, you know? Like a guy who's like, oh, you know, you got to be alone. Like my dad didn't what? Like, you know, like right. this this guy who has like maybe issues in relationships was risen, used as motivation to like rise to like this, right. the height of circusry, I guess. <laughs> um, but for him to just be so willing, which we'll talk about, to throw it all away on like basically a whim, it just really yeah. was shocking to me. Yeah. yeah. Also, his uh, his ability to just like, eh, I guess I'm done with you, uh, uh, love interests. Yeah. I found that to be strange as well. So, so we'll get into her. Uh, so we got Eva Green. Is Colette Marchand. Dumbo will only fly for the Medici Circus. That's assuming he is real. This is kind of, you assume it's like his, his girlfriend. I, I don't mean so. even his wife, I thought. But uh, no, she's just kind of like, I guess, arm candy, as she kind of describes it. Just uh, he likes to flaunt around his prizes, I think, is something she might have said. Mm. And, you know, again, it's another character who could have went good, could have went evil. Ultimately, she does go down the good path. She's an acrobat. She's pretty good at it. Yeah. Interesting character. I thought she was giving me, like, bad guy vibes at first. Oh, "Oh, this is really, this is going to be cool. Yeah, like, I'm going to break Dumbo and make him do what I want kind of vibes. But no, she's uh, she's pretty chill. (laughs) Like, 20 seconds later, she's like, oh, yeah, are you just the elephant? (laughs) 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 Pleasure working with you. (laughs) Um, Man, it's just like, with that Keaton setup and, like, her dynamic look. At the beginning, I was like, ooh, right, right, right. funny. Right, right. Yeah. Um, which, you know, she still is, like you mentioned, she still is an interesting yeah. character. Um, this, like, French street performer that has, I don't know, become the the queen of the heavens and stuff like that. Like, it's kind of cool. But uh, she ends up taking, like, a back seat in most of her scenes to either the kids, right. Dumbo, or Hulk. Mm-hmm. And it's like, or, or Michael Keaton, so it's like, <laughs> or any myriad person in the film. So it's like, you've got this really cool, potentially compelling character that is just kind of like, so how does the elephant work? Oh, that's how the elephant works? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the deal with Hulk? Well, we're not really a thing, but, you know, he kind of likes me. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just, uh, I felt like, where are we going? Because I want to go there. Like, you, right. you said, I want to go with you. <laughs> you didn't take me anywhere. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I like her character, mm-hmm. but the problem is there's so many characters already. There's so many plots going on in this movie. 
So Eva Green, I think she did a really good job yeah. with what she had, but unfortunately, we're taking away focus from all the other 10,000 plots happening in this movie. So it's like, it's not really important what's oh. happening with her character. Oh. So while I like her and I like that, like she was kind of like, she could be this villain and she was ultimately a good guy. It's like, at the end of the day, I don't think we needed to really flesh out your character at all. I don't even know if we needed your character in the movie because there's just so many things going on already. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of going back to this premise that like the original Dumbo is just a really streamlined story. It's like, right. here's a train, here's a stork, this elephant has a kid, um, people make fun of the elephant, makes the mom freak out, he's shunned by his peers, his family basically, he learns he has a talent, you know, and that talent takes him to new heights. And reunites him with his mother. Yes, and reunites him, central, right. uh, critical that he's reunited right. with his mother. Now we're competing with Science Kid, One-Armed Cowboy, mm -hmm. uh, villain that wants to modernize circuitry, uh, Danny DeVito being kind of taken advantage of in a situation that looked like it was advantageous to him. Even <laughs> I keep wanting to say Marion Cotillard. <laughs> I was just like, that was the vibe I got the whole time. But like Eva Green was like, I'm a street performer, but I, like this guy treats me like shit. Um, but I, I'm so much more than that. And like, it's, and Alan Arkin wants to invest money. And also Nightmare Island. And also there's this other guy who wears like elephant boots. Um, like there's so much going on. And I, I wish that um, we sat back with this character more. Um, again, I think if you reduce the number of kids yeah. by one and she becomes just a maternal figure and like maybe right. helps the kid with like, yes, you can do science, but you can also do... Right. This too, like maybe there's a way to in, uh, put science into my act, you know? Like, I, I don't know. Like, stop rewriting the script right Ah, there. damn it. Sorry. <laughs> no, but you're right. The problem isn't what anything that Eva did no, or, she's or right. anything in the script. It was just we have too many players here. <laughs> and yeah, the movie, her story could have definitely benefited from less people yeah. in yeah. the movie. Yeah. Um, so she's just introduced late, and we've already. Got people were invested in. Now I got invested in you too. Yeah, right, Come right, on, right. man! <laughs> I can only handle so many plot lines at once. Yeah, and, and you know, like as she's being introduced, this is a critical time for Dumbo in the film, right? Like, right. Uh, we haven't talked about Dumbo in like 20, <laughs> thirty minutes. Holy shit! Um, like in the remake, yeah. Dumbo, we learn that he can fly much earlier mm -hmm. in the film, like, which I like. Uh, which I did enjoy too. It's like within the first twenty-five minutes, you know, Dumbo can fly, right. um, and you kind of figure out what to do with that knowledge. You don't really find out Dumbo can fly until like the very end of the original. Movie. I was surprised. As yeah. Somebody who had never seen Dumbo, I was like, "This is Dumbo the Flying Elephant, right?" I haven't <laughs> seen this motherfucker fly <laughs> like, already an hour in. And there's only four minutes left. When's this fucking asshole gonna fly? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, uh, there's not a lot of flying in this uh, Flying Elephant film. No. <laughs> Even the first time he flies, you don't see that he Right, you just all of a sudden in a tree. Yeah, yeah. Dumbo, you can fly, dude! <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I, I was shocked, right? Like, again, this movie actually surprised me right. several times, which I was not expecting at all. And when he flew so early, I was like, whoa, what, what are they going to do now? Right. Um, and they actually, like, made that progression work. 
um, worked so well and they did it so well and you know they eased you into it like okay first the kids kind of see him fly nobody believes mm-hmm. him and then now Dumbo is flying a little bit more and mm-hmm. they kind of figured out how to make him fly and then now here's the big show and Dumbo's gonna fucking blow your fucking minds he's gonna yeah. fly around and everyone's gonna love this guy and I just love the steady progression yeah. and I was like yeah Dumbo you fucking fly right, you, right, right, right. you show everybody how cool you are man cause like and then they like raise the stakes like he's gonna burn to death yeah, yeah. he doesn't fucking get off it was nuts and I fucking loved every fucking second it of it pretty cool which is why I don't like what so many things in the second half because you did this beautiful job of building up to this but like like we said Michael Keane's character I'm just crazy all yeah time. yeah so it's like you you know how to do this why can't we do it with our villain? do it and like um because we were talking about Eva Green's character like uh because she's she has this like high-rise kind of like trapeze you know aerial act type of deal and Michael Keaton in a villainous way takes away the net without yeah. telling anybody right and it's like oh that's Stakes, yeah, and like that seems actually really good, yeah. even with like Hulk coming in and helping and stuff like that. Which, um, you know, I, I thought all that was great, and then Jumbo kind of briefly reuniting with his mom, stuff like that. Like, I everything was set up so nicely, it felt like towards the end of the film, you're like, well, how do we, how do we stop this ride? <laughs> you know, because like the original film has no problem with just. Let's keep him in the circus and yeah. then we we'll just know, end it here. You know, this movie is trying to do a lot. And I think in a lot of ways, to your point about the action, uh, it succeeds really well. Like that, that fire scene is so good. When it's the girl, so little girl yeah. goes up. And then and she like, falls and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, Dumbo, man. Like, oh, I was like, I, I swear to God, if anything bad happens to Dumbo, I would right. kill everybody <laughs> who made this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you're like rooting for Dumbo. And, um... You know, I just, I really enjoy that element. And Eva Green, to your point, comes in so late. And by the time she's there, right, I yeah, I care what happens to her, but I really want to make sure Dumbo exactly gets this flight thing going. And, like, mm-hmm. if she's there, I'm cool with that. But, like, I'm not really concerned. I guess I'm concerned because it's a human. Like, all right, she may fall off the net, right, right with no net, like, but I really kind of want to see, is Dumbo going to fly here? Because, uh, yeah. you know, that's a big part of this whole thing coming together. Yeah, man. Like, they put Dumbo in danger so many times mm-hmm. in this remake. <laughs> I'm at the edge of my seat way too often. <laughs> yeah. Worrying about if they're going to kill this elephant, I'm going to fucking flip <laughs> the shit, man. And you know nothing's going to happen. Right, they, right. They set it up so well so many times. and The, the tension's really good. They, they're um, really good building the tension. The, which we'll talk about at some point. The score. Really, I do want to talk about the yeah, score. Yeah, Danny Elfman. Yeah, really I mean, good job. Really making this elephant stuff work. <laughs> <laughs> Two grown men talking about an elephant. Really, hope he flies. But <laughs> <laughs> love to see that elephant flap those ears and fly across that big top. That any, any second now. Come on, oh, man, just fly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does he have the feather? He's got the feather. Okay, okay. Speaking of which, I love that they use the feather. It reminded me it of was, like Mario. It's yeah, like he needs the feather to fly. <laughs> that, that was really well done. Yeah. By the way, to take this small element in the original film and to do it in like kind of this cute way, where like you know he's sneezing and like like the feather thing really worked, and I, I thought I was gonna hate it, and I actually thought it was well done. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Again, all this is to say that, like, 
the movie's about Dumbo. We get really hyped when we're talking about Dumbo. Like Eva Green, don't really care. Yeah. And I think it's because she shows up too late, and I don't think she has... She didn't have an arc. Like, everyone else has an arc. She's just kind of like, well, kind well, of her kind of arc is like, no, I'm, I don't need him anymore. I'm yeah. going to do my own thing. But again, we don't need that arc because we're already invested in so many different mm-hmm. arcs at this point. She is a late player in the game. and That's, that's really why she suffers. She yeah. shows up too late yeah. in the film and is too tied into a character that's far more important. Yeah, and that's like... When Dumbo is on the screen, the movie works so really well. well. And really you were well. just cheering for him the whole time. So anybody's arc is going to pale in comparison yeah. because that's the, that's who we care I mean, about, man. I mean, the that's who we care about. Kudos to the artwork team, the design work on Dumbo to really make you care about him. Yeah. To put him in like that realistic but still kind of cartoonishly yeah. cute space. Yeah, like, he's a little cuter, a little more, a little more cartoon, looking, yeah. like bigger eyes. Yeah. And, you know, he looks. Yeah, he kind of looks like an elephant, but you can tell there's definitely something. Yeah, it's, not, it's not just the ears that they can. They, they like they round. They round up the face yeah. and like uh, even like the uh, when they do this the clown scene again. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Like the work they did to make him. Yeah, to make him the sad clown. I said, oh, I feel so bad with Dumbo. He looks so sad. Oh, it's just makeup. What if it's so bad with Dumbo, yeah. man? Yeah. I'm telling you, every time that fucking elephant is on that the guy, screen. That guy, that kid is a star. <laughs> He's going places. No, he should have been the star of the movie, you know? I really wish Dumbo was the star of this movie. Again, long story short, uh, Eva Green, fine. Um, unfortunately, she's a victim to the same problem that almost every other human character has in this film, there's too many of them mm-hmm. with too much at stake. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, the only thing I care about is, is that elephant going to fly? Is that Dumbo? Is that elephant going to fly and is he going to get back with his, his mother? Yeah. yeah. That's really it. If the kid does science, cool, I guess. If Hope figures out this... Horse thing, all right. <laughs> Eva breaks up with her abusive ex, all right, cool. Like, yeah, but like, what about that? What about the elephant, though? What's the elephant doing right now? You made me care so much about this fucking elephant. Just put him on the screen, goddamn it. You know what was really goddamn awesome? The way they made the pink elephants in the sky work in that remake. Pink elephants. So. <laughs> The focus on Dumbo's face is like, oh, shit. No, yeah, so let's get into that. Let's talk about some things that the remake did, mm-hmm. which I thought were actually pretty well. Sure. One of the things was, you know, the Pink Elephant Parade. And that, it's like, how are you going to do that? Because in the original film, Dumbo gets drunk. So I was like, man, I don't know what he drank, but I never fucking saw that shit. Yeah. So I'm like... I was like, I don't know if I want this Dumbo to get drunk because, right. you know, I'm invested in this yeah. fucking album. Man. I don't want anything bad happening. I don't want him getting drunk. So I really like what they did in yeah. the remake. Let's make it part of the act. It We're was... going to have these fucking bubbles and then they're going to shape it into elephants. very cool scene. It was really it was... cool. You can incorporate that bizarre... A pink elephant shit, yeah. and you can make it like, yeah, this is this realistic. Obviously, nobody can do that right. fucking bubble, right. but you know, it's it's a magical, it's a movie, it's a realistic movie with magical elements. So I was able to buy in, like, totally. oh yeah, I, we can do this. I bought into, and um, it elevates Keaton. Mm-hmm. It elevates Keaton because his show 
is legit. I've seen Danny uh, DeVito's show, which is pretty cool. He's got some, you know, he's got some interesting stuff. But like Keaton, this big talk, fucking showgirls all over the place. The bubbles are magic. What the fuck? And then like Dumbo's like, oh yeah. shit. And I'm just like, I'm vibing with him. Because Dumbo's <laughs> enjoying it, I'm enjoying the scene as well. Jump, Dumbo's happy, I'm happy. It was such a well done scene. And then they go right into that, right in that tension that we're talking about. It. Right. Of, all right, we've got this big setup. Is mm-hmm. Dumbo going to do it? Is he going to fly? You know? Like, uh, when you get the pink elephants in the sky, which I'm shocked. Again, I'm shocked and surprised by this movie that I that it worked. It worked. Because it's such an iconic scene. Like, I had never seen Dumbo, but I knew about that. Yeah. I just knew about the pink elephants yeah. because it had been done so many times in right. like, other pop culture mediums. Right. So, like, the fact that they were like, well, we're not... We're just gonna ignore that. No, you don't. They didn't just not ignore it. They totally embraced they, it, they and they made, they made it so well, and it was so plausible. And I was just so happy yeah. to see those fucking pink elephants. Yeah. It was it was a fantastic. It, scene. it was a great yeah. scene, and then to go from the the pink elephants, that last big bubble and just pops. You bring Dumbo up on the, uh, yeah. the high rise. Marion, God damn it, Eva Green. <laughs> Drink every time he says uh, Marion Collard. Yeah, that, that's my that's my thing. I'm sorry. She's on that little chandelier thing coming up in the sky. Like it was like a real show. I was like, this is this is fucking entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> this is why Dumbo makes the big bucks. More Dumbo, more all the time. What that shit in my veins? <laughs> and like it was so, so good. Um, and that scene like culminates with like it's not going well, right? right. You know, like it <laughs> that was actually kind of a disaster for every party involved. And um, again, elevated Keaton so much because he, his circus is huge. Mm-hmm. He becomes a huge villain right there in that scene. Um, he's uncaring about Eva Green. He's uncaring about Dumbo. Uh, all he cares about is the almighty dollar, and it, it all happens in what really could, in a in a worse film, um, that really shouldn't have worked. No. Like, there's no reason why Pink Elephants in the Sky should have translated that well into a modern film, because, you know, re-watching the original film, right. I was like, oh, this is... It's like, oh, if I have a light sensitivity, I might have a seizure right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, huh, that's a that's kind of out there and, yeah. and nutty. Um, which like I guess, you know, that's cool too, but like the way they integrated it in this, it was like, oh no, this is still part of the movie. This isn't like some random drunk aside. This is like this is the show, yeah. man. And then again, Great. we're gonna bring it up. Danny Elfin's score. Phenomenal. Not just the way he, you know, redoes the pink elephants on parade, but also that scene after you said with Eva Green. Yeah. I think I heard like elements of Edward Scissorhands in there I or something, man, because I was like I'm feeling things yeah, here just yeah. from the music and yeah. the whole setup. It was, it was gorgeous, the, man. The it, score is phenomenal. It, it's so good. Phenomenal. Just the soaring nature of it, like mm-hmm. his ability to just like really like dial up that tension. It's an elephant <laughs> on a platform, and I'm like, like you, you mentioned Transformers, like this is way better than Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I, I again. I'm in my 30s, and I'm like, is this elephant going to make it? And I'm almost <laughs> in my 40s, and I'm crying like a little like a little kid. Like, oh, man, I swear to God, we think I was a Dumbo. I'm going to hear everything. <laughs> so, yeah, all the Dumbo shit 
It just it just works. I mean, more Dumbo. I have nothing bad to say about more Dumbo. The all Dumbo all stuff day. In this movie. Less people, more Dumbo. <laughs> Let's get Dumbo. Uh, licensing Dumbo mm-hmm. <laughs> hats, Dumbo shirts. Mm-hmm. Nah, it was it was fun. It was what a great scene. I did not think we were going to talk about this film like this today. I, I didn't. I did not expect to like you know, especially the stuff that they pulled from the original. Film. Yeah, they did so many things well. So obviously the pink elephants on parade that was masterfully mm-hmm. done. But they, they did. There was other subtle touches like yeah. we're talking about the train, the train, the train. Just to have it. You know, the train's not, like, fucking yeah. marching around. It's got, it's got it's a little face. Yeah, it's, it's got the face, and it's still, like, a focal point. There's mm-hmm. very purposeful it's, shots of, like, let's get the fucking glamour shot. Let's see the face, and, and you're going to fucking be happy you see in this train. Because it's, it's such an important part of that original film. Actually, a very, very good intro. Yeah. Um, th- like you said, the train's a focal point. You get the traveling thing, the Medici uh, brothers. Right. Even though there's just one Medici yeah. um, circus, like you're getting all these elements of like, okay, they're in Florida, they're traveling in this uh, circus troupe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you immediately come right out of the train. You get the Casey Junior train song in like five seconds because Dan DeVito is just kind of like humming or whistling the tune. It's like, all right, all right, we got the Casey Junior thing. We don't have to sit in that too much. But we made the nod, and uh, it worked so well, dude. It was like a it was like a montage in the beginning. Because mm-hmm. You see the train traveling around, and you, then you see like all the different performers the on man, there. The mermaid. And I gotta say again, that score Danny Elfman yeah. played, man, yeah. just like the beauty of what like a circus could be, what it what it means when it comes to town. Yeah. Like, how this is like a huge event for people that really don't have a lot going on, but the circus is in town. Oh man, this is magic. Right. And that score just captures the train. That. Yeah. Danny Elfman. You still got it, buddy. You yeah, still got it. And then after all that, Dumbo. Boom. Oh, when the when the when I when the title hit the screen, I was like, I'm ready. Dumbo. I'm ready to go, man. This. I was like, this is nuts. Danny, <laughs> Danny Elfman and fucking Tim Burton, you, you got me again, sir. They, they did it. They did it, man. Um, but yeah, I think because like how like hopeful and like. Big everything felt. I think that's why originally I was like, I didn't read it as a Burton film per se because like, I know Burton can do a lot of things, right. right? But like he usually kind of sits a little bit back in that like darker mode, and right. it's such a like almost like uplifting thing. And then, like going back, it's like okay, the guy missing an arm, uh, <laughs> no net, like uh, villain goes nuts at the end. I was like okay, there's there's Timmy, um, but um, man, that that opening sequence is really really good. It's really solid, and it, it's just really happy that they. You know, they're not going to be like, well, the train obviously can't be alive, so we're mm-hmm. just going to say, fuck the train. No, let's, let's, we're going to focus on this train. Yeah. We're going to go on a journey. We're going to have some fun. We're not going to have anything happening. We're just going to see a little bit of circus, have some good music, and uh, you're going to be so happy when you see that Dumbo just yep. come across the screen. Yep. And yeah, it works. It, it works, works really, really well. well. I thought every time they tried to allude to the original film, which is usually what we hate about remakes, right? Because right? it's like, oh, here they go, because they did in the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, even the stork, they're like, there's a stork. Got it? Good? All right. The stork, I love how they did the stork, too. Because, like, obviously in the animated film, you got the storks with the actual babies. Yeah. And it's oh, like, Mr. Jumbo. Uh, yeah. And it's <laughs> like, yeah. And I never, again, I'd never seen the original film. And then that whole speech where he's like, going back and forth with Mrs. Jumbo. I, I got the element <laughs> and the paperwork. And I was just like, oh, man. He started that up like three different times. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was it was rough. It was rough. So like, I'm just happy. Like, okay, there's some storks in the sky, mm-hmm. and what happens? Just lands on Mrs. Jumbo's cart and then leaves. That's it. That's it. That's all you needed, man. Perfect. That was such a, a beautiful way to incorporate that thing. That Perfect. was 
pretty heavy in that intro. Yep. Like when I saw the stork, I was like, all right, what are we about to do here? Yeah. And he just leaves. That's it. Man. He just leaves. And like, so it's like, if you seen the original, you're going to be like, man, I like, I like that. And it was I a like, nice touch. It was nice. Just, you know, my thing with remakes is like, if it's outdated or, and you can like just update it somehow. And like, I feel like this movie does that really yeah. well with a lot of these different elements. Yeah. This movie clearly, because uh, I think that's probably where we're heading after this, but this movie forges its own path. Other things that this remake does really well, like we mentioned Stork, you know, he's a big player in the original, mm -hmm. but, you know, we don't have talking animals in here, but they still have Timmy Q Mouse yeah. in the remake. You know, he's just uh, being taught by the daughter, just like, you know, you're you're clear of health, you're you're good to go. Yeah. So, and then he's just, like, introduced to Dumbo, and then, like, it didn't even hit me yeah. until, like, he's on Dumbo. I'm like, oh my god, it's the mouse in the yeah. fucking original right. film. Right. He's got the band leader outfit, and I'm still like, What's to do with this mouse? Yeah. Oh shit! It's the mouse in the original film. So, yeah. Yeah. so you know, he's not gonna be the one that like teaches Dumbo everything because obviously he's a mouse. But let's, you know what? He was a big player, so here he is. There's the two of them together. There's your money shot. Are you happy? Okay, now we can move on. You're just little little things like that. They work so well in this remake, man. Yeah, I think that um, when uh, they introduce the Timothy Mouse character. It's nice and subtle, right? Like, here he is. He's wearing the outfit. Um, it's grounded in realism like the film is. Right. And, um, you know, without diving too deep into it, they're like, oh, yeah, like, he'll need a friend now that his mother's gone. Because at this point, the mother has been kind of removed from the situation. Mm -hmm. So, though they don't really lean into the mouse thing that much in this remake, he's still an important character. Because, like, the central premise is that, like, uh, the same as the original film. Your mom's not in the picture. Here's your protector, your friend, right. something like that. And uh, just throw it out there. Um, he's, he's still a presence in the film, though, like, clearly not, not nearly either. as important. Right. But um, same general premise mm -hmm. without having to have, like, that old-timey, like, I don't even know. Is that, like, a New York accent? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what the hell that was. Come on, Debra. you got to be a staff. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so, again, just... It's, it's something that you can't really do in your live action remake that you're making more realistic, but you at least acknowledged it. You made any fans of the original film happy. Good on you. Also, just building on that, mm -hmm. the change of the name from Jumbo to Dumbo. I like how they did that. Oh, uh, yeah, that was very too. nice. He's like, so, hey, Dumbo. Wait, we're calling him Dumbo now? Yeah, well, if he hears Jumbo Jr., he might think of his mom. Why make him sad? So right. Just call him Dumbo. It's, it's like... Wow, that's a simple solution that works so well. It makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah. And they even did the, the sign thing. Yeah. I mean, that was a little over the It says Dumbo now. I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit much. You know. It was a little much, but I do like the reason that everybody else is going to call him Dumbo. Mm -hmm. I thought that was really well played. Yeah. Because, like, something that in the original film is, like, he's being made fun of, right? Yeah. Like, he's being... Yeah. Look at his hair, Dumbo. <laughs> Yeah, he's being bullied and they just flipped it. They're like, no, no, you know, we're only calling him Dumbo so he doesn't feel bad about his mom being missing. I was like, oh, cool. Uh, I, can, I can ride with that. Great explanation. Way better than what they did in a solo uh, uh, Star Wars movie. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> moving forward. Moving forward. I just want to mention one other thing. Um, you talked about there's a lot of music in the original film mm -hmm. that you weren't sure if it was even a musical. There's not a lot of that in the remake, but they do have one song in the uh, remake, and it's the song, you know, when Dumbo is trying to reunite with his mom. Yeah. 
you know, it's, it's just sung kind of like by the elephants, I guess. Like in the lullaby type of yeah. deal almost, yeah. It's just sung, but like they do kind of like a campfire song in mm -hmm. the remake, which I was like, okay. Yeah. And then... When Dumbo and his mom are reunited, when she's at, she's in her fucking prison and he's outside. Uh... Oh boy, oh boy, yeah, yeah, grown men crying. Do it all right, <laughs> do it all right, buddy. Uh, so, like I, again, when you have, when you do the Dumbo scenes and that remake just it flies, man, it scores. Yeah, yeah. They nail that shit. Yeah. I, I I thought it was really sad. I watched I watched this movie with Sam. You know, she was crying a little bit in the original, like when Dumbo is like snout to snout and she's yeah, like yeah. in prison. And I was like, I was like, okay, I'm I'm, right. I'm I'm not gonna cry. But the remake, I was like, fuck me, man. <laughs> I was just, oh, don't look at me, <laughs> don't look at me. He just wants his mom. <laughs> he just wants his mom, man. And yeah. it's just like it. Yeah, they. It works so well, man. Yeah, they dude, they they nailed it. I mean. I think sort of the overall theme here is that anytime the remake is dealing in that space of like the original film, uh, they do like, I gotta say like a near perfect job of making the reference, getting that story arc in there, even without like the animals talking now. Um, it just works really, really well when they're doing these like homages to the original film. And I can't really think of a lot of spaces where they like miss the mark there. Yeah. Where I think they start running into trouble is when they are trying to do the addition, mm -hmm. um, which is usually where where we really enjoy remake films. But like here, I think they're just trying to chew on so much mm -hmm. at a time that I think uh, I think it gets a, away from them a bit. And um, you know, not to say that some of these new elements don't work, but like that's where the film, when it runs into trouble, runs into trouble, right. and. Uh, all the original stuff, all the music and stuff like that, it's just great. Yeah, fantastic. The movie is pretty freaking solid from start up until Dumbo's first flight. Yeah, right before Michael Keaton's character is introduced. Up to that point, it's so true to the original. It follows mm -hmm. that original plot, and it hits everything perfectly. Like you said, it nails those homages. Yep. We just here's an homage, but we still move on with the plot. You're gonna care about this stuff. It, it keeps things really simple because, like you said, that's plot of that original. Very simple. Yeah. So it's it's kept simple and it's easy to follow. It's easy to root for Dumbo. It's easy to care about Dumbo. Easy to care about his mom and the relationship between the two of them. And it's really simple. And then it takes its own path. And then it's not simple anymore. And the focus isn't on Dumbo so much anymore. It gets like weirdly complicated. Mm -hmm. Like in a way that I, again, two uh, men in their 30s that had a love that little <laughs> Um <laughs> You know, I, I was actually kind of confused when we first get into, like, Dreamland, which is this new element that Michael Keaton's character right. brings to the movie. Um, he basically tells Danny DeVito, you're thinking small time. You're going town to town trying to get people to come to your show. Make them come to you. Mm -hmm. Make a spectacle. And he created this sort of, like, World's Fair, you know, right. kind of, like, World of Tomorrow yeah. place, which was cool. Uh-huh. But there's just a lot going on in <laughs> Dreamland, you know? From the moment you get there, right? Like, they got Dumbo in, like, who just had this triumphant, amazing flight. Amazing flight. Amazing flight. It's life-changing, you know? <laughs> Everything's going to be different. And now you got him in, like, a little cage, and you're putting him in random, 
other yeah. locations. Uh, you know, and they're introducing these elements. There's the science part of it. There's the mm. big top. Is this a circus? Is it something else? Like that was already confusing. Um, you start introducing elements of like, uh, like we mentioned, Alan Arkin it, with his seed money and investing. It's like, okay, now we're worried about banking. I'm worried, <laughs> I'm worried about Danny DeVito's like stakes in the company. You know, like when it stops being about Dumbo is where they they have issues mm -hmm. because they think we care about everybody else <laughs> and i just want to see an elephant fly <laughs> you know? um, yeah there's a lot of focus on the humans um you know we're maybe a little bit less than halfway through it's the runtime crazy that point. we're only halfway through and um you know so everything's better dandy devito is partner mm -hmm. uh with michael keaton's character so he's just rich but unfortunately like we said he takes a back seat because yeah. now he doesn't have to be angry. He doesn't. He's not in charge anymore. So right. he's not even really doing anything. No, they put him in a room. And they say the secretary will tell you if we need you. Yeah, which is played by uh, Max Mom. It's always sunny. So Danny DeVito <laughs> and I, I don't know the actress's name, but yeah. it's, it's nice to see two sunny alums That's uh, awesome. in this movie. Yeah, she's she's fantastic. She has like two lines, <laughs> and she fucking crushes both of them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, I got to teach you how to read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's this about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, oh she's no good. That was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She'll let you know if you have any appointments. Do I have any appointments? I'll let you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's, just, no, she's, she's a fun character. She's great. Um, but you know, so he, he his life is going good. So he doesn't really have anything to do. Um, the Holt character and his two kids, they got like a huge suite that nice they're living suite, in. Yeah. You know, it was like, hey, the uh, the future, not the future cat, but we're like. Oh, the cat, like they're like, once you get this double act, everything's gonna go great for you. So like they're yeah. seemingly in a good space. So like the movie kind of like kind of like hits a speed bump here because you know, we're worried about Dumbo and his mom, but it's like, no, we're not gonna worry about the mom right now, because now we have to worry about if Dumbo can have a human with him, like ride him as he yeah. flies. So the movie kind of focuses on that for a while. While, you know, you're still worried about Dumbo, like, can mm -hmm. Dumbo do it? Because like what happens to Dumbo if he can do it? Right. Well, I'm worried about the consequences right. if he's unable to follow through. It's interesting, I guess, but we are just, we're getting away from like the focal point of that relationship yeah. between yeah. the baby and the mother. And you know, you're introducing the new characters, so we're getting into their plots. Yeah. And it's just, again, it's just, it's, it, we're, we're going, going off course here. Yeah, and something that you don't, I didn't really think about until kind of like just now. Also, you've, introduced me to no less than 20 circus acts yeah. that now are not really in this part of the movie. Yeah. Like they bring them back at a certain point, but like if you were invested in like Rongo, the strong man who also does like inventory stuff like that, who's, it's pretty funny. It's, it's kind, funny, of, kind of a running bit that he's like, he's the strong man, but then he's got, he's got the numbers. Yeah. And he's, like, he's just in the background, like typing on a typewriter yeah. like this. It's pretty <laughs> funny. And then he's got to play drums too. Right. Like Dumbo he show. does everything. Yeah, so I like that character, but he's he's not here anymore. If you care, I'm not good, but if you cared about any of these characters, um, they're out of the movie, basically, for a large portion of this. Until the end. You know? So it's like, you, first half, here's all these people. Do you like them? I hope so. <laughs> Doesn't matter, though, because uh, now it's Michael Keaton's part of the movie. Now it's Eva Green's part of the movie. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like, uh, I guess it raises the stakes, but like, I don't know, I was just struggling with like, does it matter that someone rides him? Like, why, does that matter? 
Um, yeah, I don't know why she has to ride him. I think the, the fact that an elf can fly is big enough. That was the draw. You yeah, know? like I don't think people are like, oh, Blue is a human riding element elephant. Like, um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, the movie really gets bogged down in like this almost. It's not a montage. Like this training sequence, and then you know. Yeah, and and then another problem is like. What are exactly the stakes? So if Dumbo mm-hmm. can't do it, like I said, I'm always worried about Dumbo. Sure. I fucking love that fucking album. Oh, well, yeah, of course. But I'm always worried about Dumbo, but it's like, so if he can't do it, like, yeah. are we going to kill Dumbo? Is like, like, yeah. or, or did they just like, well, you don't get your money anymore, so now you're back to just being like your traveling circus. Which like, might be a good thing. Yeah, it might be a good thing. So like, I don't understand the stakes here right. and why we're focusing on this so much. And at this point, we don't know where the mother is. At right. this point in the film. Yeah, no, not at all. So they kind of introduce it because, like, oh, if Dumbo does well enough, maybe he can buy his mom back from the people. It's like, okay, like, that's out there, but, like... We're not actively looking for her. No, no. No. There, there is no current status report yeah. on Mrs. Jumbo. So yeah. I, at this point... As much as it's sad that she's gone, I'm kind of like not really thinking about her. No, because we're focusing on can Dumbo have a passenger on him? Can yeah. somebody ride him? And, you know, they just focus on it so much. And while, you know, like I said, it is entertaining, that first attempt at the, the flight yeah. is very captivating. Yeah, and again, because, yeah. like, you put Dumbo in danger. I'm going to be worried about that Wait. little fella. So it's, it's good, but the focus, the focus of Dumbo the focus. Yeah. is the baby and the mom. We need to get these two together because if we don't, I'm gonna ride. Yeah, and, and you know, once you kind of get past that first ride, that kind of goes disastrously, and Dumbo basically escapes the tent because he hears right his mother. Mm-hmm. Still, like I mean, at this point, it's still kind of confusing, right? Right like, now, okay, wait, his mom's there. All right, well, there's the mom. Seems like we may have solved the problem here. So this is great. You already got you got both <laughs> elephants. All right. Oh. Case closed. Hey, hey, Mike, Mike uh, Dumbo, your new star app, likes that elephant. You know, maybe... Maybe put them together and then your town's happy. Okay, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, let's... No? Separate them. Why? Let's, Why kill, let's kill the mother. Wait, what? What the fuck are we doing? Because I don't want this kid being distracted by what? having a family <laughs> or parents. So let's kill Dumbo's mom. We'll have this guy who's wearing elephant boots do the killing. Um, we'll keep it a big secret. We'll make Dumbo jump on the thing again, and that's that's what I think as a as a manager, as a as a big top circus runner. I think let's kill Dumbo's mom and make him uh, fly for peanuts. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me either. <laughs> it it's it, like you said, Michael Keaton's character comes across as like very, you know, methodical, yeah. very collective. Like I'm gonna do everything to like give me an advantage in life because obviously I got here somehow. Yeah. And then like he completely sabotages himself by going, you know what? Let's kill the mom. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why are we going to do that? It makes no sense. Again, you can start drinking now because I'm about to rewrite the movie. Um, <laughs> Mr. Jumbo is at the circus, right? Uh-huh. Michael Keaton, bad guy. Sure, right? Maybe you don't kill Mr. Jumbo. Maybe you say, hey, Dumbo, you'll never see your mother again. Until you start fucking making with the flying. Mm-hmm. We got her chained over here. And if you want to see your mom, then make with the flying. Mm-hmm. With no intention. You know, at some point he could reveal that I'm never going to let him see his mother. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to exploit this elephant until he's of no use to me anymore. Then I'll kill them both. Right? That makes sense from a villainous standpoint. You gave a little girl a lock 
uh, a locket with a key around it. You got an elephant chained up in the other room. You got a, a key in chains. <laughs> you got a key in chains. And you got an elephant that's not going to see his mom who's chained up. And his best friend has a key around her neck and let's kill the mom. That's what I call Hollywood writing, boys. Am I done? Can I go sniff cocaine now? Because I wrote the movie. What are you doing? <laughs> Who wrote this? Don't give me a bald guy with elephant shoes and say I'm going to kill the only other character you like in the movie so that Michael Keaton can be more villain. It makes no since it's such a bad turn and we're good until this moment. We're doing so good. I'm gonna kill his mom. <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, he wrote he rewrote that really well. I think you gotta take a shot if you listen uh, to that. <laughs> that was pretty sorry. good. I mean, why is the little girl wearing a key the whole time? To unlock doors? What doors? What door are you unlocking? The door to be Marie Curie and do science? Who gives a fuck? They're flying over. There is no science. There's no God and there's no science because elephants are flying. It's a flying elephant! I'm sorry. I can, uh, these are really good. Seeing pink elephants, boys. God damn it. I think what Reggie's trying to say <laughs> is they did a really good job of setting so many things up, yeah. right? Yeah. But for some reason, they decided to abandon all of that mm -hmm. and just completely change directions for no reason, no at, reason all. at all. Man. And as a viewer, as a regular goers of the cinema, sure. where we usually are used to motives being the reason someone does something, there is no logical reason that Michael Keane's character really has to kill them all. No, not at all. Other than to go, this is our villain. Right, right. They they now, because they actually set him up, he's a smiling guy, he's a, he's a smart man. He's doing all this like, kind of like amicable, like, he seems like a nice, decent right. person. He just seems like a little weird and eccentric, and he doesn't really know how to socialize, almost like Willy Wonka. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. Who has redeeming right. qualities. You've done this before in film, Mr. Burden. Um, <laughs> the, the, the other thing, too, is, uh, again, I brought up that one character earlier that bought the elephant back. Right. Because he was clearly a villain, right? Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton, not clearly a villain like that guy was. Mm -hmm. So, like, I didn't know if that guy that bought the film was going to come back and play. Right? Like, I mean, I thought that was going to be our big bad at one point, but he was never back in the film. Yeah. You've taken this character who I'm kind of behind in a weird way. because like, oh, shit, it's yeah. the circus of the future. And you're like, no, 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 he's just a bad, bad guy. Like, that's just what he is. He'll never be anything more than just a bad guy who maybe he had a contentious relationship with his father, like Willy Wonka did with his dentist dad, um, and they patched that up by the end of the film, but th not this movie. He's just, he's going to kill that elephant. It, it doesn't make any financial sense. No. It doesn't make any uh, sense in terms of motivation to get Dumbo to fly. Uh, nothing about this decision makes any sense other than to be like, okay, we've like arbitrarily raised the stakes of this film, so that now we have to do basically like uh, elephant heists. Yeah, we have to. We're gonna go oceans here. We're going full <laughs> oceans, 
DeVito. <laughs> going DeVito's 11 here, you know. I mean, it's just... I like that. DeVito's it's 11. so strange. And I, I, I was really just... Not just strange. I was actually confused at this point. Like I had to rewind the movie. I was like, where did that decision come from? And then I rewound it and was like, oh no, there's, there's no explanation. He just says, I'm going to kill the mom for no fucking It reason. makes <laughs> no sense. And then like... He's like, yeah, you're coming with me, right, Evergreen? He's like, I don't think so. Didn't the other guy quit? Who I didn't know who that guy was. Yeah, he's like, I quit. I quit because I heard the mother was getting killed. Like, I don't know who you are, who motherfucker. Are you? <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, you quit. I heard it too. I don't need you to tell me. Like, <laughs> I, I heard when you said it. Like, what? It, this is a bad turn. Yeah. Um, it's a bad inciting incident. Um, it's up there with like Anakin in episode three. Like, I guess no. I'll just go to kill younglings now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The younglings thing was just, yeah, that comes out of nowhere too. Like, it just, what, why? Why? Yeah, why? 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 it's a shame. It's a shame. It is a shame. Um, but let's, let's keep moving forward with this plot. So onward. So, um, like we said, at this point, they're like, well, they're going to kill the mom. And, like, you know, this is messed up, Dumbo. Uh, we got to do something. So everybody decides, yeah, let's do something. And then let's let's just throw another thing on top here. Sure. Let's, um, let's free Dumbo and his mom. Because apparently animals working in the circus is animal right. cruelty. Right. And right. let's just free all the animals. In the last 15 minutes it is. Yeah. Yeah. So it comes less about... Let's reunite mother and son. Let's free them. Which, as, as a vegan, I'm all about that. I sure. do not like animals being exploited, but did, that's not the movie did, we were. I was watching. Did we establish that before no, this? Not at all. No, I didn't. I didn't think so. I didn't think so. No, I I agree with the sentiment. Like, uh, I don't want to go to a circus with animals. In no, it. no, no. I've uh, got no interest because of the dark history uh, of it. I mentioned that movie Water for Elephants, which is kind of about that, which is why I didn't want my children's movie to be anything like Water for Elephants. Yeah, man. What, where'd that come from? Where'd that come from? It comes out of nowhere. The <laughs> point of the movie is he's a circus elephant. Right. Now, I get that that's not good, but you address that by making it a period piece. Right. Exactly. Like, if your kid's like, oh, I want to go to the circus and see, like, elephants, and like, well, actually, as a parent or whatever, like, well, they don't do that anymore, and you see, like, right. they're wearing, like, old funny clothes because, like, people used to do that. Yeah. People used to put padlocked elephants and put mad elephant on a, on a cage, and we've addressed that's not good. Mm-hmm. We didn't need to necessarily take the next step of, like, now... This is about animal liberation because it's it's not it's, not. it's, a, it's, about, it's about a dumb. flying elephant and whether he's gonna hang out with his mommy. Yeah, that's all this is about. Go watch the original hour and when they're really <laughs> padding that out with <laughs> nonsense and racism um, <laughs> because they they ran out of things to talk about because the elephant and the mom, you know, like they, that was it. I don't know, dude. Um. Yeah, it goes, it goes real crazy right here. It, yeah, it's, again, it's, it's it's not good to exploit animals like this. No. So obviously, yeah, I'm in favor of not having that. But that's not the film we established 
the first hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. You know? No. So like to just throw it in, oh yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna go animal live over here right now. But like if you were gonna do that, then the little girl who's in the science the whole time should have been like, we really shouldn't be using these tactics, we really shouldn't be putting them in cages. You could have free range elephants, you know what I mean? Stop rewriting the movie. I know. <laughs> my bad. But like, yeah, it, it just comes out of nowhere and then there are elements of like the the busting out Miss Jumbo scene that I like, but then there's other elements where I'm just confused. It's like, when did they find the time to dress up like alligators and shit like that? When did that happen? Yeah, it's, 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 it is weird. Again, it's just like kind of like what I said for the daughter. It's kind of we're putting these kind of 21st century mm -hmm. ideas into this early 20th century right. period piece. And while it's great, but if you want to really be true to the times, they weren't really concerned about, no. you know, let's return the animals to the wild. I mean, man, they, they put them on a boat and everything. It was yeah, really yeah, fun, like an elephant thing in some random country. I don't know where we're going here. I don't think that would work. I don't know. But anyways, so <laughs> Sorry. that becomes the plot. Right. You know, the whole time I thought we're just going to reunite son and mom, but no, we're going to free son and mom now. What I hate about that, right? is that you set up this film where this family, right? Because the circus ultimately is a proxy for family. Yeah. Like they, they, they are quite literally family. And Dumbo's part of that family. Mrs. Jumbo's part of that family. Let's reunite, you know, fucking Fast and Furious style. Let's get the family back together. And when you get the triumphant, like we reunited, you immediately ship Dumbo to mom off yeah. somewhere else. Well, it, the problem is with the animal, like, liberation is, like, it, it undermines that reunion. I should be jumping for joy when right. Dumbo and Mom are reunited. Right. But no, instead, I'm like, oh, my God, now we got to get out of here. Because if they're caught, then I, I, they're not going to be free because yeah. that's what we're doing now. we got to right. free these animals. It should be, like, the most joyous moment in that whole movie, it's, just seeing the two of them reunited. But it is so underplayed because we have to free them. It's actually one of the sadder parts of the movie because... Yeah. They give him a hug and they put him on a boat. What are you doing? I get it, you know, like, uh, let's not exploit animals for entertainment, stuff like that. 100% love that message. This wasn't maybe, a movie to you. Maybe do it, or maybe do it kind of after, you know what I mean? Like, maybe they, like, there's a way to, I'm rewriting the fucking movie. There is a, there's a way to do it. There, there's a way to the do way it. they did it was sloppy. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. Um, but, you know, we're kind of glossing over our, uh, our main villain. Because before Dumbo and Mom are reunited, you know, there's uh, some security measures mm -hmm. uh, that have to happen or get over, you know, overturned or whatever. Sure. And uh, so pretty much there's the final act that's happening. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you know, Eva Green's, like, all in on Dumbo. There's this huge, like, yeah, Ocean's, uh, DeVito's Eleven. Yep, DeVito's Eleven. Happening. And like he has his arc too. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you guys out, even though I'm not really in on the plot. But you're my, you're like you said, like a family thing. Yeah. So let's take care of each other. And uh, ultimately, Dumbo is able to escape with Eva Green. They mm -hmm. get to some control tower that I didn't know. That's control. I didn't know. I didn't <laughs> know control that tower in the park. Sure. Would have been nice to you know foreshadow that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like let's, let's when he was showing them Dreamland, you could have just been like, "Oh, this is also the and this is what this is the control center. Right? It's all everything. Everything works here. <laughs> the only reason I have this is because here. 
Don't worry, Ryan. Rewriting yeah. this goddamn Sorry. movie. Sorry. Yeah. Anyways, so they make it to this control tower. And, um, yeah. I actually love this scene. This part of the scene? It's, it's pretty funny. Because Dumbo's just fucking pulling everything. It's, it's funny because Eva Green starts, and then like, one of the guards is like, hey, get off of that. And then Dumbo starts doing it. He's like, you get the elephant. I'm not fucking going to get the elephant. So that's pretty funny. So yeah, Dumbo, Dumbo is really smart, and he's able to, you know, turn all the levers to the mm-hmm. off position pretty much and then the, the park starts losing all its power and this isn't good because Alan Arkin's like what's happening now this looks really bad yeah. <laughs> as Alan Arkin does and then Michael Keaton's like oh no I'm not losing all my money so <laughs> Michael Keaton makes it to the tower I don't know how much he knows about how the electronics work <laughs> right, in right. his own park apparently jack squat so you remember when you said Dumbo was pretty smart Dumbo was able to kind of figure out advanced electronics. <laughs> like his electrical work was phenomenal. He knew what to shut down and when. In what order? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it was a masterful job of shutting everything down. Uh, Michael Keaton with a guy who's like, "Hey, dude, you hired me to run this. Um, I'm telling you, you're gonna overload the systems. Fuck the systems." He just hits every fucking lever. Shit starts blowing up. Continues hitting Continues. levers. More shit blows up. Still hits more levers. Shit is on fire around him. Doesn't matter. He's still gonna flip those levers. I thought he was gonna fucking die. I'm I thought, I he, thought he was too. And what's confusing about this, right, is um, everything. Everything <laughs> is confusing about it. You've introduced an element where the whole investment right. is relying on Dumbo flying, which he did, mm-hmm. by the way. People saw Dumbo fly, and I'm sure they enjoyed it. People um, saw Dumbo fly the first time too, but for some reason it wasn't enough. Short. It wasn't enough. Yeah, that could have been a trick elephant. Um, this time, I think everyone seemed pretty satisfied right. with the flight. Yeah, he left. Yeah. Um, so the show went well. The show was a success. Successful show that you then decided to light your entire park on fire with paying customers. In it, like creating yeah. a, a nightmare insurance uh, and liability scenario, and I don't know why because your elephant might leave. You were already successful, yeah. You had dreamland, Dumbo was icing on the cake, it made no sense for him to just destroy his whole part, burn it all down. I, I didn't get it. Like, his focal point at that point should have been let's get the elephant, not let's fix my park it was right. so weird weird. <laughs> weird right like okay the power's off okay okay the power's you off. saw what he could do though right so we're still good we're good yeah right, cool and you you've got that loudspeaker thing ladies and gentlemen uh brief technical difficulties the show will go yeah, on there you go. in the next five minutes you know like but he just goes mad as a fucking hair he just starts Turning every switch and he blows the whole thing up. I was so confused. And he just kept going. Why would you like, do it? Like, I get, like, I'm gonna try to save the park and then, like, oh shit, I shouldn't have done that. But mm-hmm. no, he doesn't have an oh shit button. No, no. He just keeps fucking going. Pull up. What the fuck, man? Pull that lever, twist that knob. And the whole time, someone being like, sir. Yeah. Sir. <laughs> sir, sir, what you're doing is. Because I didn't know. I didn't know that he couldn't just turn it back on. I thought he could just turn it back on. Yeah. But the guy told me you can't do it. So I'm listening to the guy. He's wearing a little hat. I'm listening to him. So he's a dummy, right? So he wasn't a smart man at all in the movie. I thought he was smart the whole movie. And then it turns out he's just a dummy. And I think that kind of sucks. Yeah. I wish that he wasn't just a dummy because I think 
there was still a way for him to try to be like evil to the elephants without blowing up his heart. Yeah. Maybe he tries to stop the boat. Yeah, he, there's so many things he could have done, but I, I feel like the movie just kind of backs up in the corner. We don't know how to get rid of this character. Mm-hmm. Like, again, like he's too powerful. Right. So let's just have him sabotage himself. Yeah, yeah. And it's in the most obscene way. It doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> it's really, really bad. Because, like, I don't understand his motivation. A, a five-year-old would have more sense than what he just did to it, destroy his whole thing. I know, I know. Because there, even when the park was on fire, you have his little henchman who's still trying to get Dumbo, right? So, like, Dumbo isn't gone. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not, he's not anywhere but where <laughs> you would expect him to be in the park. Okay, the, again, like we said before, the lights were off. Sometimes lights go off in my house. Sometimes it takes a couple minutes for me to get my lights back on. I'm running a, what I assume is a multi-million dollar operation. Why is one show with one elephant who did the job, by the way? Who flew? No, no one with ever, someone riding him. You've seen a gadfly. You've seen a housefly. Yeah. Bruce Buffer? Why? Is <laughs> <laughs> it Michael Buffer? It was one of the buffers. Like, let's get ready to Dumbo. Yeah, let's get ready to Dumbo. It's Terrible. Like, it's like, I'm terrible. Glad we're doing this. Never do that. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> they did it twice. They did it twice. They did it twice because because we the first yeah, time. First time. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, long, long story short, I, I just didn't understand why this character devolved into a madman and it just didn't fit and I hated that that's how they decided to finish his art because there's just so many smarter ways yeah. to do it. Something as simple, I'm, never mind, I'm not rewriting the film, but it was a bad movie. But honestly, how, do you think, how long do you think it would have taken if you went through the proper channels to restart the park? Five like minutes. Half, I was going to say half hour tops. So like, yeah, it's like, no, I want it now. I'm going to destroy everything. It, it just, it, like I get hubris, but man, I don't know what that was. That was that was beyond. And like, I mean, I guess like you were saying, like a five year old. I guess is to make a five year old be like, no, I don't like that guy. Look at him. But like, I'm I'm not five, and it's a family film, so it's not like yeah, it's for kids, but it's not just for kids. And like, Especially a lot of the material is really oh yeah, cool. yeah, seriously, it was. And I think they I think they actually handled both well. There's a lot of times where you're watching a kids film, and you're like. Ugh. Yeah, 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 like I think they actually had a great balance mm-hmm. until they just kind of like do everything. Yeah, they just kind of floppy. They just... yeah, fuck it. We gotta end this movie somehow. Uh, just have them go fucking nuts. Really? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so that you can then have another like again arbitrary scene where uh, uh, Colin Farrell and his kids are kind of stuck in this fire in the tent. Yeah. Then Dumbo has to go back and save him. That I didn't like. Yeah. I love Dumbo in this movie, but I was like, you're making Dumbo go back and like be a hero now? Right. We don't need to make Dumbo a hero, man. They could leave. They could leave. They could have just... They didn't have to be stuck in a fire. They didn't have to They could have just left. And they didn't, we didn't have... Again, this movie's two hours. We're dragging it out. Mm-hmm. Now Dumbo's already reunited with Mom. But no, we can't celebrate that because I gotta go back and save this fucking human family that we right. don't really give a fuck about right. at this right. point. Because they're so stupid that they stay in the fucking tent for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just uh, kind of a bummer. Really, up until this point, I kind of like everything that was happening. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a... They dropped the ball. Yeah, they fumbled it. Huge. It's a bad ending, man. It's not good at all. Yeah. 
So it, it's not even done. It's not done. It's not done. It's not done. We, we, didn't, we didn't cover all the thousand arcs. So we didn't also go over this. Like I thought this was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. In order to free Dumbo, like every one of the circus performers kind of had to use their talent. That was cool. Yeah. That so I was like, cool. oh, okay, I like this because like we like you said we have, we're not we don't see them for a while. Yeah. So sure. let's bring them back and like have them like use their strength. Like the mermaid woman does the water yeah, thing. The strong guy has to bend the bars. The flexible guy has to get between the bars. It's like you, the magic guy has to use his fucking staff. It, that was cool. You know these characters, and then here they are doing their thing, and like every one of them is just as important to help free Dumbo and reunite him with his right. mom. So that was really cool. It really was an Ocean's Eleven style thing. It was. Like, <laughs> that guy is going to bend the bars. That like the mermaid was like solid snake by the end. She's like taking people out. It was crazy. I really liked that part. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I didn't know why it happened, but I thought it was kind of funny. They were the animals in that scene. Like yeah. it, that, the heist scene was actually good yeah. for what it was. You know, I was like, okay, cool, man. Like um, Rongo got his. His shine with the bars. He actually was strong. Yeah, you know? because like, he's always held in those light weights, but you can see him actually bend bars. Yeah, dude. Cool. It, was, it was good. And then it got bogged down with the Keaton stuff. And I was just like, man, I wish I wish we just got that. Yeah. Maybe, like, at the end, Keaton's just, like, confronts them. Because, like, that's all it takes in a movie like this. And you don't, you don't have to blow up your part. I don't know. Man. I just what? feel like they, they really needed a way because, like, he had so much fucking power. Mm-hmm. Like, he, as soon as they, like, tried to get away, he'd be like, no, no, no. I got I got this thing called lawyers. And yeah. They're all going to fucking jail. Yeah. Stealing my shit because they are stealing. Man, 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 the, contract, the contract's ironclad. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we'll just make him mad and blow shit up so he has more problems to worry about. He can yeah. still sue them. He can yeah. still sue them. Yeah. He has, it's in his legal rights. Yeah. Them. I'm just throwing that out there. No, it, that was his, uh, yeah. So anyway, they, they finally, <laughs> right now we're going with this, this fucking ending. So um, ultimately Dumbo is able to save Holt and the two kids and then they fly back and then like it's, it's, it's dragged out too because like Holt's like only the two kids can fly in Dumbo. So you think, oh my right. dad's going to die. No, just going to no. find a horse and now, uh, oh, there's that arc. So now he can ride horses again. Yep. He just escapes on a horse. Everybody's reunited. Everybody says bye to Dumbo. Dumbo and Mom go on some, like I said, like random country. Africa, say Africa. Place Could be Asia, though. Could like be somewhere in, in an Asian country. Asia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> that's where they originally... <laughs> Good beer. <laughs> that's where they originally from. So, um, I don't know, but, like, you know, they, they got this crazy CGI scene in, like, this lush, like, green... Yeah like wildlife scene and it's like all right like i guess it's cool with elephants but i would rather dumbo be with those kids than the elephants yeah it's like it's like i don't care that dumbo and his mom found elephants you know what i cared about dumbo and his mom finding each other right and we weren't focusing on that we were focusing on them being free with other elephants it's like what are you doing you're doing it wrong like when a 1941 film that has a mouse become an elephant's agent and sign a multi-million dollar contract with him and has like a, a like high class luxury train car where Dumbo's mom is just kind of waving at him mm-hmm. uh, while he flies with a bunch of uh, racially insensitive crows. When that's a better ending <laughs> than, than this, it, that's nuts, dude. It's cool too because like, 
I'm not a big fan of that original film, but I like like you don't have to have Dumbo and Mom together. Like he's flying, he's yeah, doing, he's his, doing thing, his thing, and she's doing her thing. But they're at least you know they're, they 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 are together, even though they're not like nesting together in a way. You know? It's um it's a triumphant ending, right? Mm-hmm. Like he flew, people saw him fly. It's a big deal. Uh, it it you know he brought wealth and prestige to his uh, elephant family, and now he he's calling the shots because he's Dumbo the the greatest thing that man has ever seen in terms of entertainment in the mouse who like really stuck up for him the whole movie. Um, he got his end of it. Cause now he's like getting a percentage of the, <laughs> of the cut and royalties and stuff like that. Like it, it's insane, but you know, it worked right. Like Dumbo flew. Now everything's good. Uh, we've seen an elephant fly the end, right? Like this, this, you know, we saved them, we didn't save them, and we put them on the boat. Now he's on the boat, and then we're going to go back to, and we'll tell you how the humans are doing. Yeah, we didn't get to the humans and their endings yet. <sighs> I know. <laughs> so after Dumbo and his mom end up um, in some country to reunite elephants, Danny DeVito's character's gone full arc, so he's like kind of like wrapping up the film. He's telling, you know, hey, we're back, we're doing our circus, and there's some changes, and he's like a much nicer, happier mm-hmm. person. Yeah. Much cleaner cut too. Yeah, yeah. So he, he's he's no longer in a villain space. He's only in a hero space. Mm-hmm. Hey, look the the um guy who does Shakespeare and the mermaid. mermaid they're together. They're, okay. I didn't know that they were a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> nice to hear. I guess Rongo, the most versatile man on the planet, was like, okay, all right, cool. Um, and guess what, guys? We don't no more cages for for animals. Yeah. So we're going to free the mouse and we're going to free the monkey and, and that's it. And now look, it's our, our, our friend Holt, the uh, cowboy of the future. And he's got a robot arm in 1919, which is pretty <laughs> badass. Um, that might be more interesting than the flying elephant at this point. <laughs> yeah, can we focus on the guy with the yeah. cybernetic arm? Yeah. The 19... Is that going to be Dumbo 2, Holt's Revenge? <laughs> yeah, the pre-World War II fucking cyborg. Yeah. Uh... That technology might be useful for uh, future generations, um, but we'll just use it at the circus. Oh my god! Anyway, and, um, don't forget. Um, he's, oh, and now he's he, he's hooked up with uh, Eva Green. Well, they're, it's not they're not outright saying it, but they give each other a look. Yeah, so it's like, like they're well, together. They're gonna be together if they're not. They're wearing the same outfit. They're together. You know, and the kids are happy. Uh, oh, the daughter. I don't know where the son is in this scene. I don't really care. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's around, but he's the, juggling somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. And uh, the daughter, Nico Parker, is like, she's not doing science, but she's like showing moving pictures. So like, you know, that's she's a, she works a film reel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, man? Good, right? Huh? Well, maybe I'm reaching here. Maybe it was implied she might have invented it. I don't know. And yeah, she might have. Uh, that's I in my mind. She invented it to give her. It's, what, so she's not just. What's, like, the, what's the difference between that and doing a backflip in the fucking circus? You're <laughs> also you're in, you're an act in the circus. Come on. All right. So it all it all worked out. Everyone's happy. Dumbo's free, which is not what we wanted, but we did want him to be free. So, but he is with his mom. Yeah, which was way in the background, which should have been the fucking forefront. Yeah, and mom, elephant, and then, like, back to humans before we, like, really 
like it, it's weird. Like the movie's about Dumbo, and it kind of ends up on like hope and family. Yeah, you know. Um, I don't know, dude. It, it's just the framework. We talk about a lot with these films. The framework was great, and they just kind of just fell off the rails on this ending. And uh, as I say a lot on the show, it's a shame. I really don't have much to add. I feel like I've already shit on it enough. Yeah. Um, honestly, first half, solid. Solid. Second half, good to a point, and then just completely falls. Yeah, yeah. Off the rails. They, they wrote themselves into a corner, and they didn't know how to write themselves out. Oh. And, um, you know, uh, it actually wasn't that hard. I just don't know why they went with that. Choice again, there's too many characters, mm -hmm. so there's too many arcs. So, fuck, uh, there's a way to solve this one, but we have these other arcs too. So, let's just have him go crazy because yeah. we're already at two hours here, right? So, right. we gotta, we gotta cut this, we gotta end this shit now, man. I mean, you're double the size of the other film, and for the most part, we're actually making that worthwhile. Mm -hmm. and, and then, like, like you said, that fumble word really comes together, like, right at the end, yeah, right at the end, like. Yeah. Just like fucking Daniel Jones running a fucking 80 exactly. touchdown. Yeah, well, totally. Bit of a bummer. Bit of a bummer that that's how yeah. it fizzles out. Because, like, it could have been a better film than it was. Mm -hmm. With not much more to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Honestly, um, there probably is, like, a way to cut that. Where you oh, don't focus yeah, yeah. on all of these other things happening. Easy. And just, it, it could be... You know, just make it 90 minutes. It could have been yeah, significantly better. Hour 40, you could, save, you could shave 20 minutes off this film. That still worked. Yeah. You, easily. Sure. Easily. For sure. Yeah. Why was it so long? Because uh, we have so many, we have a thousand plot points yeah. we got to tie up. That's mm -hmm. why it was so long. Mm-hmm. Well, damn. So those, those are the endings. Yeah. We kind of skipped over The Crows. Okay, yeah. Really briefly. Mm -hmm. Um... Uh, because that's kind of like the ending of the remake. Because it's so thin, I'll do the ending of the original. Dumbo is kind of a success as a clown, right? Uh, in the original film, uh, a bunch of, you know, leads to the pink elephant scene. A bunch of the clowns are celebrating because everyone thought it was hilarious that the elephant jumped like 20 feet into a bucket, right? Um, they're like, well, let's raise the, the thing. And they're drinking and celebrating. Dumbo gets drunk. Uh, I think the Timothy also probably is feeling the sauce. They wake up in a tree and are introduced to uh, crows. Uh, this is where the original film um, explicitly becomes racist. I mean, there's <laughs> no other way around it. Um, one of the crows was originally literally called Jim Crow. Um, was in the original script. It Thankfully, he changed his name as Dandy Crow, but still, the yeah. fact that you name him Jim Crow is like, what the fuck were you thinking? P pretty rough, pretty <laughs> rough. And um, it's a menstrual show. It lit quite literally is a menstrual show. They come up, they shuck, they drive, they do. Uh, it's real unfortunate. Um, these crows. It's, it's, it is all white. Yeah, it's voice an, actors. It's all white voice actors trying to fit black voices, kind of like that. And it's really, it's not good. I mean, the whole thing is bad. Like, it's kind of a shame because. They're actually, if it wasn't so racist, probably some of the more interesting characters in the film. It's not overtly racist. Like you said, you watched it as a kid. Yeah. And you didn't, you didn't come away with, man, I don't know. 
I don't think children will watch it and be like, you know what? I think that's what that that means. Right. And that's what that means. Like, you know, and as an adult, you see it and be like, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's they're a little it, the, fucked up there. But I, it, I've seen worse in the yeah, fact yeah, that this movie sure. came out in 1941, so it's not as bad as I, other movies have been. I think, like, the movie isn't explicitly, like, to a modern audience, I don't think, explicitly saying these are African-American crows. Like, they could kind of, kind of come across, like, almost like beatniks, like that, that yeah, type of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because of the history of minstrel shows because of what they're actually doing, which is a parody sort of caricature of black people. Um, it is racist. So I think a kid would watch this and be like, oh yeah, I kind of like those crows. Yeah, they're fun. They're yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. Which like, I think is probably what I thought when I was... Yeah, because they're ripping on like, dude, you got an elephant fly. Yeah. How'd you get up here? They're, they're just ripping on Dumbo and the mm-hmm. mouse and the whole time. So they're, you know, they're fun characters like, right. in a way. And, yeah. And that's the thing, in a way, but because of the dark history of it, right? <laughs> they're not. <clears throat> um, because it, at whose expense is is the fun, right? Um, but ultimately, like um, when the crows show up, um, it actually the movie picks up and like gets itself to where it needs to be. Like um, you know, Timothy kind of shames him, like he shames a lot of characters in the films, like. Look at you beating up on a little guy like this. No mother, no no nothing. Just, just a real big guy as you are. You know, he does this whole monologue and they like kind of teach him how to fly. He flies. So then when he gets to the last big show and they have him up on the um, the high rise, uh, when he goes to jump, Timothy's like, yeah, we're going to show him. You're going to fly and you're going to be the biggest thing ever, man. This is your time to shine. And during the, the flight, he loses the, uh, the feather, right? So Dumbo thought that he needed the feather to fly. Timothy is pleading with him. He's like, Dumbo, you don't need the feather. It's all just psychology. We were just trying to convince you to fly. Uh, Dumbo gets over that, flies, and just rockets his career into the next level. Everyone's like amazed. They do like the spinning newspaper type deal. Like, fucking flying elephant. This is crazy. And they have... Um, which, boy, if it wasn't such a racist Mitchell Show song, which would probably be one of the more fun songs in the movie. It's a catchy song. It's really catchy. Uh, <laughs> racist is really, really It's kind of catchy. Um, but, like, it, it's like this big triumphant moment in the film. And it doesn't really matter what happens, right? It doesn't matter that the mouse is the manager. It doesn't matter that, you know, how the structure of, like, the contract works, right? It's just like, cool, Jumbo excuse me, Jumbo, actually Jumbo, but Dumbo flew, um, everyone's happy about it, he gets his mom back, she's no longer chained up, she's actually in a luxury uh, train, and uh, that's the movie, we did it, <laughs> Dumbo flew and everything was better, like, um, yeah. that's kind of what we wanted from this remake, and it doesn't happen because all these other things are happening, mm-hmm. so there's that, but yeah, the crows are racist, like, there's a scene early in the film that, uh, also could have kind of racial connotations when you have like the train workers that are kind of like faceless figures. Right. That's probably uh, some racist shit. Um, the crows are definitely <laughs> some racist shit, which like we mentioned, kind of sucks because like they're actually probably some of the most fun in the movie, but you can't get around this imagery, man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's unfortunate. That's why Disney decided to have that disclaimer. Mm-hmm. I think it's an important conversation to have, so you know, we're bringing them up. Um, 
yeah, racism uh, sucks, and it takes away from what's otherwise a you know simple, compelling children's story mm-hmm. um, that they just decided to add a bunch of nonsense to, unfortunately. And I think that the remake, um, I mean, it's a no-brainer. Right? <laughs> you take the crows out, and then you have, like, it's either Michael or Bruce Buffer, I don't really know. Uh, one of the buffers basically do in the line, I've, you've seen a house fly, you've seen a gad fly. Yeah. Did you know? Like, okay, so we just, all right, we're going to stay away from that. Mm-hmm. Um, smart choice by the remake, terrible choice by the original. Um, but that ending, as goofy and stupid as it is, worked better than the ending in the remake because it's just simple. Yeah. Simple, straightforward. It's a simple story and you just simple ending and you overly complicate mm-hmm. the remake. So. Overly complicated. Only hurt the movie. Yeah. Like, the movie only needed to be a reunion of an elephant and his mother. It did mm-hmm. not have to be a heist and a liberation and uh, explosions and uh, a murderous elephant boot wearing guy like it's <sighs> t- or does his cowboy's arm work yeah. with his late it's too much that's how those movies are <laughs> is there anything else Reggie that you wanted to touch upon on these two films I no, feel like we I think we nailed it yeah. we got, the music we, we got that the action we got that and yeah I think that's it alright so only begs the question now Reggie should the remake of Dumbo exist the original Dumbo film um is a beloved Disney classic. I think this is one of the earlier works, like you said. It's the fourth film. Um, I engaged with it a lot as a kid um, and enjoyed, for the most part, the film, right? Um, I didn't really know about the racial implications until I got older. Um, It's unfortunate, and it tarnishes what otherwise is just really just family-friendly story. Um, This remake wisely stays away from it. I mean, like I said, no brainer, but wisely stays away from any sort of like racial, you know, elements, right? When it comes to like racism, uh, it does such a good job in this remake of, of modernizing, well, staying in the same period, this story, filling in some backstory to a fault because uh, there's too much backstory and it bogs down the film. Um, the ending is horrible it's one of the worst endings that i've seen in relation to an original film um and it's really hard to do worse than like a minstrel show like somehow they did that though it's worse than that this ending um it's just so bad but like everything before that you know minus some of the Colin Farrell stuff was really good and they like they really we're nailing it. They they had it. And it was a good-ish, you know, movie for most of it. And although that ending is just really, really damn bad, um, I'm going to grade on the curve that it's a children's film, right? That, like, it's not really for me. So maybe to a kid, you know, the guy, like, hitting a bunch of knobs and levers works. So I'm going to let that terrible ending go because I think all of the work that they did before that warranted this existing does it need to exist absolutely not but like you know whatever it's a disney property and i think they're trying to like do a makeup call for the racism uh and they mostly got it until it got away from them so uh yeah i think this remake should exist because 
I mean, just off the strength of some of the action, like the, uh, the Pink Elephants and Scott, the way that that was redone, I, I think, to me, that was kind of worth the price of admission. And they really got me behind Dumbo uh, for most of that movie. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it should exist. It's not the best film by any means, but it's a serviceable family film. Um, a little long, especially for a family film, but it, it mostly works. So, yeah, it should exist. Like I said, I had never seen the original number before, and uh, my first viewing, uh, <laughs> I was surprised yeah. because, man, what a thin plot <laughs> that original film has. There's nothing there. That is like so little narrative uh, to really cling on to. It, you know, I get it. It's like Disney, it's like their fourth film, so they're really just trying to show like what a powerhouse they can be animation-wise. Mm -hmm. So I really feel like they were really more focused on that over plot. You know, they kind of had the mother baby elephant thing in the background, but like it really wasn't the focal point it could have been. So I was really looking forward to the remake tightening that up. They, they, did, they did that really well. I thought what the remake did with what all the elements of the original, I thought they tightened it up well, and I thought they even surpassed it in certain points. Like I said, when Dumbo's reunited with his mom while she's locked up for being a mad elephant, I thought that was, you know, a somber moment when I was watching it in the original animated version, but <laughs> I seen a grown man cry yeah, <laughs> when yeah. I fucking had yeah. to watch that in the remake. They just did it so well, and to not have these characters speaking at all, just to have that pure emotion in those moments, they nailed it. Mm -hmm. And I watched this movie up until the moment where Dumbo flew for his first time. So that's pretty much the whole first film, right? The, the original film. And then I had to stop because then I had to make dinner. And then I told Sam, like, oh my God, this movie is so amazing. You're going to love it. So I had to rewatch it from the beginning again. And then got up to that point again. And up to that point, movie is like amazing. Right. I'm on board the whole time. Then Michael Keaton's character. I'm like, okay, maybe, 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 maybe. And then, yeah, like you said, it just nosedives in that ending. True. But, um, again... Every time Dumbo is on the scene, I'm rooting for Dumbo. I am invested in that character. The movie did a really good job of making me invest in these characters that have no speaking roles at all. I mean, yeah. granted, Dumbo didn't speak in the original, but the other animals did. And to do that, we're, I'm more concerned about the characters that don't speak than the ones that do speak. You know, it just speaks levels. They, they nailed it. They nailed Dumbo in mm. the Dumbo movie. They did not nail the human characters, unfortunately. Uh, Danny DeVito is a high point for me when it comes to the human characters. Unfortunately, again, like after he flies, we lose him. So um, they did so much in the movie well, and then the ending, like you said, it does lose something. But I think the Dumbo stuff is still really strong, even in the latter half. Like, I'm mm -hmm. still, like, concerned about Dumbo the whole time. Like, I'm never not Team Dumbo the whole time. Sure. So, first half, probably some of the strongest remake stuff. I was like, this is going to be the best remake I've ever seen. It doesn't, it doesn't, <laughs> it can't, it doesn't stick to the landing, unfortunately. Um, so, while I, I love the beginning, didn't like the end, I do think this remake should exist because I think they really did a good job of establishing that, you know, the mother and the son relationship, and I, just, I, I eat that shit up. And so um, that was great. It was good enough in the beginning where it made up for the sins uh, that followed. I 100% agree that um, 
that's what 10 15 minutes of the movie where it just it's not working yeah it's an it's probably the most important <laughs> 10 to 15 minutes but uh you know if if you stopped right after like dumbo kind of like flies out and like they kind of retrieve the mother if you like stop the movie there you're like oh well well done yeah you know? like it was, that was awesome they keep going though you know mm-hmm. they uh they keep going and it, it they're trying to like eke out a little bit more yeah. from you that they don't need to. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we both said, I wish they didn't because it, it was just unnecessary. And Michael Keaton's performance was so strong before that. Just a shame, man. Just a shame. But uh, it still works. Uh, if I had like kids or something like that, or, like nieces and nephews that wanted to watch it, well, yeah, I'll watch a Dumbo movie with you and maybe I'll find something to do the last. 20 minutes, you know, like, um, yeah, I mean, it works, it works. It works, man. No, it's just, they really nailed the Dumbo stuff. Like, I, I love that elephant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I will die for that elephant. <laughs> so, yeah. um, no, they did a really good job of the, the titular character. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, they decided to focus it, you know, I could, I could focus on a few human characters, sure. but they just put in so many. Yeah. There's, it, there's a lot. It was exhausting, man. A lot it, of people. And it's like that runtime is it's just so long. It's, it's a movie. It's a good movie that like overstated its welcome. Yeah. Even like the Alan Arkin stuff was like, oh, it's cool. Alan Arkin's in it, but like, why the hell would you? We him in. Yeah. Why don't these two just kind of debate with each other, Devito yeah. and Keaton? I don't know. Like, yeah, it's just a little strange. A little strange. But uh, yeah, that was sorry. <laughs> it's okay. All right. So I mean, at the end of the day, worth price of admission, mm-hmm. but. You know, just be be wary after yeah. the, after it starts making its own path. Yeah, it, it um it left something on the table because like it had the makings mm-hmm. to be a great remake, and it ended up being like an okay to potentially subpar remake, and that happens in the end, unfortunately. Yeah. Just tough. Such a strong setup. Yeah, and just to see them and they're like it, it's kind of like Game of Thrones in a way. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's a lot like Game of Thrones. So bring them back. It's the prequels. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. That's for another podcast, I suppose. <laughs> All right, so that's what we thought. Um, did you agree with us? Did you disagree with us? Definitely let us know in the comments. We love hearing from you guys. Reggie, what are we doing for the next episode? This was a really easy choice for me, um, next episode. I've been doing a lot of reading this summer, Dan, and I uh, recently finished a little uh, sci-fi series called Dune. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> just the first book. I hear they get a little dicey after that. Um so, Dune is about to hit uh, theaters in HBO Max, um, I think, next week, or maybe the week after. Um, so, I think we should watch the original Dune in this remake that uh, is about to come out in about two weeks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, Dune. That's Dune. the next series for uh, Retro vs. Remake. Sounds good. Well, thank you again for listening, for watching. If you're on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe. If you're on iTunes, give us five stars, give us a comment. You know, help us grow this channel because we, uh, we enjoy doing this stuff. That's right. You know, Dumbo and his family, you know, they're really important to us. And uh, so are your likes and comments. Um, check us out on um, Instagram, Twitter, social medias. We're on Facebook. Retro vs. Remake pretty much everywhere. And um, yeah, as always, thanks for listening. Really appreciate you as an audience and uh, the engagement. So thanks a lot. As always, uh, I'm Reggie Parker. And I'm Dan Buell. This has been another episode of 
Retro versus remake. Love that elephant. <laughs> that elephant. <laughs>